better than me, and then I'm gonna be sad. Not every pee pee tie is a poo poo tie. But <laughs> I can't even get through it. Bro, I just saw a dude do it on TikTok, and I thought, I feel like I could replicate that really well. You the funny thing you is, is I don't really have a Joker impression, like, typically. Like, that's not in my bag. Like, I've watched him do it, and I kind of watched it a couple times, and I can only do it, real, like, at my best in that phrase. <laughs> like, I only <laughs> have that phrase down. That's it. <laughs> I don't have anything yeah, else. I mean, I mean, whatever works. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you got you got those phrases that you have to like. I can do a decent Barack Obama, but I have to go my fellow Americans. You know, yeah, like, no, I, I, I yeah, there's certain the phrases that are like always. Oh, yeah, you have to have those. Exactly, which that's is good because like if you're most comfortable with that, that's great because like that's the most obvious like uh you know word you you know use. Then like I don't know Kylo Ren more <laughs> more cowards. Shit like that. Now, not every pee-pee time is a poo-poo time. But every poo-poo time is a pee-pee time. To the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. So let's jump right in. Sadly, today we are without Joseph George for, you know, the Penny Bloom podcast here. We're doing uh, Marvel colon, WandaVision colon, The Watchmen. It's the WandaVision watch. You know what it is. We're talking episode six, this Halloween spooktacular, and I am joined by Miles Buttress. What's up, buddy? Doing well. Doing well. Good. Good to hear. Good to hear that you're doing well. And on the screen below me that I can see and you cannot, KBZ. Kyler Barnett. Hello. How's it going? So I got a question. Without Joseph, am I actually still underneath you? Am I going to ruin something for the people here? Uh, well, kind of because that I've you've only actually only been below me twice. On <laughs> oh, I see, it, I just believed you every time. I was I like, we're we really time. getting lucky. I was like, we're getting it really lucky. Time, and often you are not there, but it sounds good, <laughs> so I stuck with it. Hey, it's fine by me. I didn't. I didn't mean to ruin it for the people. Nah, man. I'm down with a fourth wall break every now and then, like some Wandavision. So, overall, how'd you guys feel about this most recent episode, the Halloween Spooktacular? So, I guess the thing about this was, I feel like the most uh, snippets, I guess, that stuck out to me in the trailer, just because we went in the trailer sometimes from like black and white, you know, and stuff. We bounced mm-hmm. around. Getting these color pops and these costumes, like in their OG costumes, that yeah. stuck out in the trailer so much. So, like, I guess what I'm saying is the anticipation for this one was really high for me. me I was too. really looking forward to it. And I feel like 
not only was just the setting and the theming of this one one of my favorites, probably my single favorite, actually. I think the content of the episode was like, man, this one probably, this one is probably my favorite just in general across the board. You know, what's interesting for me, actually, is that like the first watch, I really enjoyed it. But I saw I saw people saying that it was their favorite and I didn't feel that way after my first watch of it. And I don't know why. But then I rewatched it and I was like, okay. I get it. That was exciting. That was that was thorough. Like I guess I just got accustomed to what we've been kind of getting from one. And then okay. this, this really was a this really was a left turn, you know. Yeah. So I well, think was... I think they throw so much at us in this one. Like we got a lot when we think about. It. I mean, we'll get into yeah. it. But like Vision That's arguably the... has his biggest story, like plot of the whole show. Like it largely builds the most in this one. And then arguably on top of that, like the most plot in like his character. Ever. Ever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, you get the kids, you get the twins. Evan Peters is kind of doing some interesting shit. things. Hayward, you get, there's just so much. Hayward's around so being much. a dick. Yeah. I mean, what's new, but like, it's even more dicky sum this episode. I'm going to make that a phrase, dicky sum. Dicky sum. What's interesting for me is that like, uh, you know how you're saying we get a whole lot in this episode. The first time I took this in, I didn't, I didn't get a lot out of it. I, I saw that we, expanded the the fucking hex and i was like that's all we got and i'm cool with that obviously it was fucking awesome like that's great but then like I, upon rewatch when i was going to take my notes i was ready to just do a loose outline just to uh, highlight the things that were most important but then i ended up writing every single fucking thing down because it's just easier to do a scene by scene breakdown of this episode dude start to finish it's you're not wrong and i God, it was just crazy because I usually rewatch typically more so it depends on when we record really is typically I try to keep it as fresh as I can. Absolutely. But most times I feel like we get a little like, well, it comes out Thursday. I've been watching it at 2 a.m. I've actually joined the gang. I've been doing <laughs> that now. You finally, um, you finally, yeah, I finally turn, been to the, to the other side. Yeah, no, but um, usually I wait until like day a couple days after but this one i i rewatched the next morning i i watched it at 2 a.m i went to sleep i woke up and i watched it with my breakfast the next day again and it was like bro i love that no because here's the thing i was just thinking about this a couple weeks or a couple days ago uh, i saw a tweet that was like an homage to disney plus for the mandalorian and wandavision and i mean like for real like i've never been more excited about tv in my life than in the last last few months you know and it's with, funny with because and then, yeah. we talked i specifically mentioned this when we watched mandalorian was that to our generation or at least me personally i've never had appointment tv I, i've never had like weekly tune in watch this like mm -hmm. my mom would talk about how when she was you know in like the early 2000s late 90s how she loved friends and it's like we sit i would sit and watch friends and there'd be a huge cliffhanger at the end of every season you know like they always Absolutely. do I would just get to see that the next t 10 minutes later. I'd know. Mm -hmm. I I'd get it clarified. She would have to wait eight months for that shit. Yeah. So that is foreign That's to true. me. So Mandalorian and WandaVision have totally thrown me for a loop because I have never had anything like experience like this ever. Yeah. I think the closest thing is like some of us had the like the Saturday morning uh, like cartoons every once in a while for like maybe like one or two shows. But I would agree with you that – it's both this, this the Mandalorian, and then like the like the knowledge of all the upcoming uh, Star Wars series that are coming up, oh, the Kenobi's, I, the all I the think, other TV shows that I know are coming. 
but aren't here yet, and it just makes me want them more. I think what's awesome, and Colton, you kind of touched on this too, is that Disney Plus is killing it with how they're doing it is also – they're, I love that they're doing this in terms of, like, you said it the other day. I don't remember what the exact number is, but you were like, yo, we're not going to get a stretch without any new Disney Plus television for, like, a long fucking time. I don't remember what it was, the exact numbers yeah. and, like, what shows. There but you be, said something like that. The rest of the year, there will be four weekends where we aren't getting Star Wars or Marvel television. Yeah, that's insane. And it's like, that's what's good is that even though a show may end, it's right back into a new thing. You know what I mean? It's just Absolutely. like that. That's what's going to keep people coming for Disney Plus is it's like, oh, we don't have to wait next till next. You know, like they might have to wait till next year if they just want to watch WandaVision or just Mandalorian. But the good thing is they're rolling out so much shit. It's like, dude, we're going to be appointment television watching every week yeah. almost. Like, it's amazing. you know how fast, like, WandaVision Season 2 and Mandalorian are going to feel like they come because we're going to be so busy with all the other stuff? WandaVision will not be getting a Season 2. Oh, it's not? I didn't know that. This is a mini-series. When we finish, yeah, it, was, it will be the end. I was going to say, it doesn't, doesn't quite seem like it's going to be the type of show that has the... Uh, well, and I wondered... Can, with, they can really lay the groundwork yeah, for well, a Season 2. I was two. wondering if that was true because, like, think about Vision, like, with what his whole deal is. Like, that's going to be weird. Yeah. And then also going into Doctor Strange and everything. So I didn't... I guess I didn't know that. But, like, still, point being, Mandalorian's got more legs. Like, all these shows, you know what I mean? That's nuts. Mm. It's outstanding. I absolutely love it. Are you guys ready? To jump into the scene-by-scene scene breakdown. Yes. So we get this 90, 90s opening theme. Uh, fucking perfect. It was exactly right. Straight I out that. of Malcolm in the Middle for me. That's what I did. Oh, I loved it. I love that every t- – I feel like everybody who watches, like, this show can almost think of another show of the age they're trying to replicate, and that comes to <laughs> mind. Like, for me, it was Malcolm in the Middle. Last episode, Colton, you said it, and it was in my head, too, Full House. Like, yeah. Yeah. every episode has that one, like, o- the opening is, like, you can pinpoint exactly what, epi- like, television yeah. they're trying to miss. They said, they said what, what TV show is the most, like – 90s early 2000s right late 80s early 90s you know yeah. 70s like what show really is like is that era of show and then let's just recreate the opening and it's funny because the it just goes deeper than the opening for me because i love malcolm in the middle and like they literally focus on the twins just talking into the camera mm-hmm. the whole like for yeah. the first like five That's minutes straight That's out of malcolm straight in the middle. up out of it and then mm-hmm. like the vibes I get from Wanda and Vision, like, kind of flirting around a little bit, but they're, like, disgusted with each other simultaneously. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. straight Brian Cranston, and I don't yes. know her name, but Mal- from Malcolm. Like, that's the straight mom. out of it. Yeah, that's a, a straight out of it. I love that. Some interesting things about the uh, the theme, though. Uh, the lyrics here are, some days it's all confusion, easy come and easy go. But if it is all illusion, sit back and enjoy the show. So what they're telling us is, like, well, if it's all fake, just ignore it. Just watch it. Fuck it. And you know, it's just like last week. I mean, I, I mentioned the same thing about the time. They're literally just throwing it at us. Like it's so obvious. Like <laughs> they're the fourth wall breaks and just like it's it's all right there. Like they're laying it all out in front. And then here we see Agnes in a full sweatsuit with Naughty on the ass. And obviously, this is a pretty classic <laughs> little sweatsuit from the early two thousands. This is just pinpoint early two thousands fashion. But uh, Naughty struck me as interesting here. Like, why? It sucks. I Agnes even... makes me... 
sorry, so go ahead. mad. She makes me so mad. I don't get it. What's her that's deal? Not, yeah, that's what I was going to say because I, it's like I can't ever get my bearings about me. Is she good? Is she bad? Once I start to lean one way, they throw me for a loop. And it's no, like, at what point are we going to stop doing that? There's three fucking episodes. See, here's the thing. I don't think she's a witch yet. I think she loses yeah. her mind because of this and then mm. becomes Agatha Harkness. I I was – I have have I left he, the Agatha train and am, and am 100% agreeing with you, Colton. I don't think she's bad yet or even like a witch yet because of the scene that we okay. see later on. I don't think she's gone crazy. Okay. Also, no, I think, I think whole, she's about to go crazy though. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, later. yes. Um, also, okay. I really think you were talking about how they keep like f- making us flip back and forth. I think this, like, the, the 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 pants with the naughty on the ass. I think that's the double sided, like the uh, double edged sword of it. Both makes us. It's both like, well, is she is she is this supposed to say like, oh, she's a witch, and then also just really fits in with the fact that her character even since like the first episode has been like like they've mentioned multiple times it's not her fault she has an unusually high libido (laughs) and it's just like it's the joke about like the neighbor that's horny for whatever reason and it just (laughs) continues to just to just pile on to it (laughs) since we're talking about agnes here i want to go ahead and bring up what happens with her later uh she certainly has some something different about her already though because she was ready to pull out of there. She was like she made it all the way to the edge. Like she came to at some point for a some period of time. And it's like, OK, OK, this just came to me off the top. This may be ridiculous, but like I'll spit it out anyway. Um, Do you think Wanda only can do so much like we talked about in the group? In the I, snap, We talked in the group chat about how they, we wonder if there is on the outer edges, if it's more difficult to control. Do you think that she has tr- – that's not just a, like, proximity thing. Do you think that has to do with, like, she can only focus so much she can't, like – if she has to divert her attention to something specific, other people tend to, like, lapse a little bit more, you think? I think that you're 100% correct with this. I think that she she can't focus on everything, and I think we see exactly why in this episode. Like, Yeah. I'm, I'm going to compare almost – What's interesting to me, though – is that she does have the strength to expand it so fucking much. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be interesting to see the implications of that. If that is, if what we're talking about right now is true, this just, this, she, I mean, dude, look at how many sword agents she took in in that. I mean, I know they're all clowns, which we can talk Mm -hmm. about that. That's hilarious. But like, but that's a lot more people to like, you know, control and deal with. And just in terms of area, like now, God, man, if that is true of what we're talking about, the implications could be massive. I yeah, almost compare be. it to, uh, like, I Colton, I know, I'm pretty sure you have, Kyler, I would assume you might also have, but, like, the Rick and Morty scene where they're in the other, like, the, like the fake, uh, like, the fake reality created by the one aliens trying to get the recipe for whatever fuel or whatever, where Jerry's just off on his own dicking around. Yeah. And yeah. things keep fucking up because they don't have the processing power to support Rick being a psychopath yeah, and M. Jerry M. also M. being in the world. M. Night Shyamalan, um, that's what the episode title yeah. is, I remember. Penny yes, did an episode I, I, I would – first one ever. Yeah, I would wow. almost compare it to that where I feel like she can – like she can directly control the people they're interacting with 
every single day. And then will like, and then is also control. She's controlling everyone else. And is also, you know, causing them to do certain things, but clearly is not devoting like folk, like is not telling them everything to do because of the fact, like there's the scene with the one lady just like stringing up, uh, oh, I see what you're um, saying. Almost the one like thing continuously over and over again, almost, almost like, like she's just stuck in a loop. Yeah, like it's a laziness. Not, a, I hate to say laziness, but it's like a she it's, can't devote enough to make it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's as, like as as I this said, keep she's busy. on like this low CPU them. mode. Yeah, yeah, like this will keep them contained. Like this is fine. Like mm-hmm. they can just be like that, and I don't have to worry as much. Okay. And what I was okay. also going to say, it um, because like there's the characters where it's clear that they like. They know they're in a in a TV show, quote unquote, which being Herb and uh, and Agnes. I almost think maybe she even devotes a little less like direct control over them, so that way they can kind of have a little bit of control of their own, so that way they can assist her in like that, keeping it as a TV show. Is that I and think? What I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. And no. what I was gonna say, like to follow that up with, is maybe that's why Agnes, like she, like has a little bit of her own control, and so she then dips off, thinking like she finally like comes to her senses and is like, "This fucking sucks." Like I want out of this, and so then she drives away, and that's why she's just sitting there because maybe Wanda realized she's trying to fucking dip, and is just then like switched the like flip the other control switch on her, and that's why she's just sitting there like. What the fuck do I do? Oh God! Okay, and then spazzes the fuck out so, because she maybe experiences full control for the first time. Oh, okay. So here's one thing: I, you, Col- Colton, you asked me before if I had any like what my big theory, like overarching theories were. Mm-hmm. To kind of go off on this tangent, I guess while we're here, I personally feel like we could be now and. I don't know. I'm not – this is, again, kind of just developed in my head, so it's really unpolished and could be wrong. But still, I feel like if Wanda's expanding it, and we talked about this whole – the implications of her not being able to control closer to the edge. Now it's gotten bigger. Now there's more people. What is that going to mean? I almost wonder if this kind of plunges her into madness in a sense, and, like, we do get that conversion. This, like, I don't want that necessarily. But like at least in this sense, I feel like it could be earned. Like if, yeah, I don't know this. I don't know a specific movie or scene. I guess Bruce Almighty might be the ex- the leading example in my head. Where like, do you remember the part where like all the voices come into his head and he kind of is like, ah, like freaking out? Mm-hmm. I feel like it could be similar. Like she's got all these people and it's just gonna like eventually get too much. And like, what does that build to? Because look at what she had to do to expand the hex. Like yeah. that took yeah. a lot of power. That was a big, massive, like power surge moment. Like imagine that on a grand scale and the chaos and like madness, I guess that could be created through that. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like there's a chance. I think the, the main thing I think we're headed towards is Wanda becoming the mother of mutants. I think that's kind of the, uh, yeah. I think that's I, the point I, of the show. It's so funny oh, because no. think about, I, I like it. I love that, and I think that's a seamless way to get it in. I think it makes sense. It requires little to no retconning at all. It, you know, I, I think in, I just like that a lot. But I also think, like, think about how crazy it was before this show. We knew X Men and all of them were going to be coming in at what point? 
but we were like, how are they going to do this? Like, is it just going to be like, surprise, there's mutants now? Like, what were they going to do? And now look at this. Like, who, if you would have told me this would have been the theory, then like the leading like percentage, like odds for how the mutants get into the MCU, that's a damn good way. And that like comes out of nowhere. Like, the stuff with Monica is so important. Like, the way they're talking about how it's mutated her cells on a molecular level. That's. I mean, that's a mutant. Um, She's created mutants. That's, that's yeah, right. So I just realized I love that theory, but I also just realized I I hate it now <laughs> because uh fucking uh what's his what's the head the head guy's name the dick Magneto oh no. wait, Hayward? Hayward Hayward I just I blanked his name for a second he gets pulled into it so are we gonna see Hayward be a mutant now. No, I he's out. Hayward, he stayed out. Hayward, Hayward oh, he got, out. Oh, he stayed out of it. Okay, mm-hmm. then I still love the theory. It was I just, just it was just, it was just uh, him and like two other people in a Yukon right. or You're Escalade right. or whatever the hell You're those right. they drive. Yeah. yeah, no, I just don't want to see Hayward get mutant powers. Um, because I, you know, he's a dick. Um, also, I've seen some stuff that talked about maybe, uh, Monica. What like this didn't actually mutate Monica. Because I've seen some stuff talking about the fact that, uh, like, a theory that I've seen was that uh, Sword was never, like, wasn't created to for um, Vision or to, to monitor Captain Marvel, but that maybe Monica's exposure to Captain Marvel or to someone else gave her powers, and so Monica's mom created Sword to monitor her and to help her. Like, like foster that, like, yeah, like foster it, mold it, kind of. Yeah, okay. It's that way she could be, she could be the one in charge of the government agency that, that would be the one controlling ooh. her, just in case something happened. And yeah, also, okay. that's why Monica, the, the, like that theory, is also a potential reason why there was the fallout between um, Monica's and... Monica and Monica's mom, and no, not Hayward and oh. uh, Captain Marvel. Oh. Because if Captain Marvel is the reason that Monica has powers, there's a chance that maybe Monica's powers gave Monica's mom cancer. And so there's a fallout then because of the fact that Monica now hates Captain Marvel because she sees herself she sees herself and Captain Marvel as the reason that her mom got cancer and you know and was on her, you know, was maybe dying. That's such because, a like, she, no, she's, like that 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 whole storyline deserves a movie if that's the case. Yeah. Like yeah. she just she seems she seems way too okay. And like the, this is the like I saw something about this, and this is the reason why I actually kind of like well maybe this is the case because she team she seemed way too okay with your fucking cells are mutating. Our scans showed nothing. She seemed way too okay with that for that to be like something that just happened. And so I was. I, I saw that and I was true. like, fuck, maybe this is something that she already knew was happening. And that's why she's like, I don't give a fuck. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> What's she going to do? You take so me anymore? Sense. You have just that... blown my fucking mind. Holy shit. I take full credit for this, even though I found it online. <laughs> I fucking love that. And, and, and to go, I know I jumped in and said something about Hayward when you were talking about Monica's mom and Captain Marvel, but I still think that puts credence to Hayward being as corrupt and kind of why he's glad that he's ahead of sword and why he's trying to do the things he's doing is like, mm-hmm. maybe he wants to, if he's trapped, like I said, he's tracking vision and not Wanda, which to me sets off a lot of red flags for yeah. him. 
could it could he be possibly trying to kind of have this like blanketed like uh, like accumulation of you know super powered like weapon yeah. individuals like you know what I mean like is he what damn man I he's on he's on to some shit. I love that theory. That's a really yeah. good theory. And I'm with Colton, like, that's a lot to throw out, and it could use a lot more developing, like, on screen, because, damn, that would be sick, but still. Well, that could even, if, if, that, if that was yeah, the case, just... it could even then lead to, an like, a real reason to have an eventual movie for Monica. Is it would explain everything or a TV show, or a TV show. Fuck, or that, too. Fucking Photon, just straight up. Boom. Bingo. Well, now that we're, uh, 24 minutes into this episode. Let's get to the first scene. Uh, <laughs> we talked about the title scene. We're good. We talked about yeah. the intro. We're solid. Yeah, we, we talked about the, the naughty. It led it led it led us down a road. Uh but uh let's start with uh this Malcolm in the middle ass opening with Billy and Tommy talking to the camera and uh this was uh interesting to me because you know it it really was just straight out of Malcolm in the middle and I like that uh, Billy and Tommy have a brief discussion here where uh, Tommy nags Billy for being scared that Pietro is secretly a vampire. And uh, I think given the nature of everyone's abilities later revealed that if we should trust anyone's negative inclination towards anyone, it's Billy. I'm not going to lie. I feel like we've seen that Pietro's a little off, right? Yeah. Pietro is Morpheus, confirmed. Cut it. Yeah. Morpheus? You mean Mephisto? No, no. I'm talking about the vampire character, the one with Jared Leto, the movie that we're getting from yeah. Sony. Oh, okay. The the Spider-Man villain. More, isn't that, I did say that yeah, right. Morpheus. I did get it right. Yeah, yeah, you got it right. Yeah. But, but maybe it's just like a little nod to the fact that he's not what he seems a little bit. Yeah. There was also that... I, I've been listening more to the that line where he shows up where he says, Long lost bro get to squeeze his sister to death or what? Like it's a little too obvious. <laughs> like it like I saw here's the thing. That is a line that's said in pat like in that moment, like of course no one's gonna sit there and have any second thoughts. But upon rewatch and as things develop, like I could totally see at the end of this season that being like a total smack in the face, like you dumb fucks, it was literally sitting right there. Like they said it. Yeah. They, they they he literally gave his intentions right there. Well there we is just like, there is the idea, I saw a theory online that Evan Peters here isn't actually playing Quicksilver, but is actually playing Mephisto. Or nightmare, and is making himself look like Pietro to kind of fool her, and because like the shit that they kind of say as like a why do you look different? Well, I just do. That's not good enough, and it's yeah. like blatantly so, not good enough. So, and I know we're not quite there in the show yet in terms of where we're at scene wise, but my next note is: Are these Wanda and Pietro flashbacks? Are they fabricated or what? I feel like if Pietro remembers these, that could be saying Nightmare makes total sense because what his power his like power is what like controlling and manipulating the reality, right? Mm -hmm. So like it's totally within the realm of possibility that he could like go back, like not go back, but like you know make these memories make sense in his head, like have those stored there, you know what I mean? Like manipulate yeah. into whatever to know and like be able to confirm to Wanda, like, oh, you're testing me. I know this. 
Like, I remember it, wink, wink, like, or Mephisto. I don't feel like either one of those are out of the possibility that they could do that. You know what I mean? That's yeah. fair. That's fair. And another part of the theory that's interesting to me is that uh, Mephisto could be siphoning magic from Wanda oh. if he is the character. Snacking on her magic, if you will. Snacking. I'm trying to snack on her uh, magic. She fine ass. She, yeah, she's real. looking but, uh, strum diddly umptious this episode. That was also I mean, no in my notes. No that was but, also in my notes. Had to get that out. <laughs> but if if the uh, if it is like Mephisto siphoning her magic, it's like squeezing her to death. You know, of her magic, costing her magic, costing maybe maybe she had the ability to control everybody, but ever since Pietro showed up, it's taken. It's taken away from her power. Oh. Yeah, maybe. So, so they sit still in the same spot, slowly turning to skeletons. Um, which Mephisto would love, which yeah. makes total fun. Oh, fuck. It was, I was going to say, though, uh, Colton, you may have noticed my name, and I'm asking you because I know you're interested in these things. Have you seen the Funko Pop stuff about Pietro? Yeah. About how everyone else has like, oh, Wanda Halloween, Vision Halloween, um, and then the, it's just or it's just like their names, but then for just for him, his name is just Pietro Maximoff, all in quotations, for whatever yeah. reason. And I, yeah, I really, I, I think they're tr- trying to just throw in our face and just be like, this isn't him, dude. This is gonna be like when Endgame was gonna come out and they had the toys listed, like there was the toys that hadn't come out yet, but they were like the snippets. And people were seeing that Professor Hulk was in the toys. So everybody was like, oh, oh yeah, shit, we're going to get Professor Hulk. And then we did. <laughs> that would be crazy. That like Funko Pops, the cross section of how we find out shit is fucking Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I think collectively after watching this episode, everyone went, OK, Pietro's not really Pietro, right? Like he was just too fishy. Yeah. And it, this sounds like me just, like, gra- not grasping necessarily. This makes sense, but, like, I feel like it's kind of, like, paranoid, I guess, to think. But when the fact that he did say that line, like, oh, you're testing me. Like, well, that's exactly what someone who knew she was testing would say. Like, that's exactly, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's exactly what a shady motherfucker would say. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I he mean? He goes, like, I you're just, testing me. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's like, oh wow, you would say that, wouldn't you? Also, kind of also lends credence to the idea that it's uh, like a, a Mephisto or nightmare character trying to like fuck with her magic and shit. Is his question of so where were you hiding them? Like about the kids, like trying to like dig deeper and find out more about how she's doing all this. Okay, I know I said this at one point, or somebody did, but that there's a chance that, like, either Mephisto or Nightmare, somebody is trying to play, like, devil's advocate to Wanda. Like, let's see if we can get her to blow up. Like, they want her as almost a pawn, kind of. Like, they want her under their control, or at least on, like, a villainous side of some sort. Mm -hmm. I feel like asking that question, knowing that's going to throw off her sense of, like, oh, this is musky, beautiful, blah, 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 you know, like... That like st- like so where where were the kids Wanda? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> like I feel like that could be like a hey let me plunge your ass into darkness right quick let's see what we can yeah. fuck around with like you know what I mean? I dig it. Let's let's talk more about that when we get there later because Sorry. that that's going to be a whole whole conversation. That whole mm-hmm. scene is astounding. 
But, uh, you know, after Pietro screams at the kids and he runs around the living room taunting them a little bit, getting in their face every once in a while to act like he's stabbing them, which, I don't know, seems a little ominous out of context. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Wanda comes down the stairs in her classic comic suit, you know, and it's a great costume. Looks astounding. Uh, we've seen this shot so many times through the trailer. It was like the main shot of Wanda Maximoff you got before the before the show started. And uh, here is the first of many times in this episode that Pietro is just weirdly fucking rude, calling her costume lame. But he uh, quickly, <laughs> quickly after he recalls a memory of a Halloween back in Sokovia. And what's important to me here is that Wanda goes, I don't remember it exactly like that. Meaning, I don't think she remembered that shit at all. And then he was just like, remember this. And she was like, eh, okay. Yeah, like he's almost trying. That's also weird because that's unprompted. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he was just like, like remember this. Like jumping into that, like, who, what are you, who are you trying to prove something to, my guy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that is kind of weird. I don't know. Now I feel like I'm just on edge with anything Pietro. Like, oh, that's. Well, and you have a good reason to be. <laughs> Yeah, but like it yeah, sucks. I mean, he's a sus like, character. Anything but, uh, he does now, <laughs> like now he's yeah. gonna shotgun gonna soda in like thirty seconds, and I'm gonna be like, Pretty "Wait, much. that's what the devil would do? <laughs> no human could do that." <laughs> Billy speaks to the camera again here and says that uh, mom hasn't been the same since Pietro got here. Which, I mean. Wink at the camera you directly, say, actually. Yeah, you and, uh, did say Billy. We like Billy if there's good reason to... Yeah, nope, okay, okay. He thinks that yeah. uh, it's because she hadn't seen him in a long time and that he is a man-child. <laughs> and uh, Vision makes his way down the stairs and Pietro again makes fun of the costume. Let me guess, a uh, traffic light, half-shut corn, a booger. And uh, Vision's finally, like, yeah, <laughs> fuck it, fuck it, yeah, get out of my face, kid. And uh, Wanda's still in a uh, perfect character. Thanks, Vision, for humoring her and wearing the silly getup. And Vision isn't here for it. He's like, well, it was the only thing in my fucking closet this morning, Wanda. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, he re-enters his character a little bit, and he's like, ah, "Yeah, I love, I love that they get like really contentious for a second, and then immediately he just goes like right back to character." And I loved it because it was a really back and forth scene the whole time. Like, yeah, they, they both kept yeah. kind of going, uh, "Fuck you, mm-hmm. fuck you." <laughs> yeah, but then they yeah, get all but, like uh, flirty and shit, and it's kind of like, mm-hmm. "What?" It's well, kind of uh, Malcolm in the middle. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think sense. it's because Vision's really. I think Vision's really trying to get on her good side so he can go do what he wants. Like, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, see, I love that because now it's like, if that's the case, like, man, Vision's really stumped. Like, he's he's getting that presence of mind, which is not good. Um, we'll talk about. Oh, I think it later. he's already we'll talk there. about it when we get there. Right, but I'm there's something but, else uh, I want to go off on, but I'll talk about it later. Gotcha, gotcha, but uh. You know, he re-enters character and says, I'm just kidding, darling. I knew you always had a thing for Mexican wrestlers. And I like how they had, like, the little cover-ups for their old costumes as a Mexican wrestler and a uh, Sokovian fortune teller. Even though those are just the classic comic costumes, which I thought was funny. And uh, I like this little exchange here where uh, she's like, me gusta mucho. And he's like, chile con carne. Like, ugh. (laughs) 
So here Wanda and Vision watch on as uh, Pietro entertains Billy and Tommy with a little bit of video games and uh, some shotgun and some uh, some soda. And I thought I thought that was a uh, that was funny because uh, here Wanda's like <laughs> he's full of surprises, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Wink, wink I at the camera. I he's hate, full of surprises. I really hate if he's. I, I like it makes so much sense for him to be bad, and now I can't unsee it. But God, he's so fun. I really wish he I, wouldn't be. I really, I, yeah, I don't want him to be so bad. <laughs> I really yeah. wish he wouldn't be because he's so fun. Like, I wish. I really wish it was just the multiverse That's thing. Awesome. He's the fun uncle. That's awesome. Why does it have to be the devil? Yeah. I wish. I wish it was just the multiverse thing. I really I do. Just like from a, like a pure enjoyment of the a show, not like mm-hmm. a oh, critically, yeah. critically enjoying it. But... That character is so fun traditionally. It's like you get him I in love, this con- yeah. this universe and it's it. like, of course you're going to be excited. And wouldn't it make total sense for them to just rip our fucking hearts out with him? Totally. Now <laughs> I can't It's perfect because now like I how are they going to explain that? How are they going to explain that? They weren't. They weren't going to be able to. Not Not adequately. You feel me? But uh, yeah. Vision here decides it's time to dip, not ha- not having told Wanda his plans to participate on the neighborhood watch, and she says, "No, but you're not supposed to." And Vision uh, says, "What? Like uh, <laughs> the fuck? The fuck did you have planned for me? What's that? What's that? You got shit to say, Wanda? You got some? You got some sh- some controlling shit to say? Because I ain't gonna have it. Not today." I did like that, like that standing his ground type thing. Yeah. It's like, oh I did man, too. he's like he's really starting to kind of like he's. I don't know. I think the end of last episode really does a lot to say like he's freaked out, like he's spooked as fuck, and he, he is done. He, he doesn't like done, it. He's done with the fucking shitty like answers, like that don't really give him like clarity. He wants to find his shit out on his own. Like he's he done, done he's with it. the fuckery. Yeah, no, the fuck shit's gotta go. The fuck shit does have to go. But uh, Wanda continues saying that he uh, he just didn't tell her. And he's like, well, I'm telling you now. Okay? Like, like I, this should be good enough. And uh, Billy looks back to the camera saying that uh, mom and dad have been not fighting, just like different. And again, this is ever since Pietro showed up. Or not ever since Pietro showed up. Right before Pietro showed up, really. But uh, it in the background, sad, though. Like, to get it from that kid's. To get it from the kids' perspective, it's kind of sad, you know what I mean? Like, because they've been, they've been spawned into this, like you know, like kind of abruptly. Like, it's kind of sad that, like, especially when you know the about what Vision may or may not, you know, what he is is blurry, and it's like to think like these kids, who knows what that father figure is going to look at, and it's going to be even more shitty if Evan Peters Quicksilver isn't Quicksilver and he's not Fun Uncle, he's Devil Uncle. That's going to be even more shit. Like, it's like, man, it, you, you feel, you know, you feel bad. Like, I think a, we're headed in a direction. I think we're headed in a direction where, like, one of these kids grows up good and the other grows up evil. Like, yeah. Oh, it but makes also so this, much like, sense. The, the mom and dad. Oh. Yeah. The mom and dad fighting, though, like, is also um, very, like, this, like, oh, they're not the same as very much Malcolm in the middle, too, though. Oh yeah, I think you don't get that at all in sitcoms before that, like before two thousands, like late nineties, two thousands. You don't see that mom and dad like test mm-hmm. shit. But then, like you look at yeah. shows like 
Roseanne, all those shows, like any show from that family, like in a family environment in that period, like that was common. Like that was not that way in the 80s. Like that going back, it was all picture perfect, happy family. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you don't get that until this. That makes total sense. 100%. Okay. You did. Okay. Who said something about Colton? You said one good, one bad. Yes. Homie, it doesn't make complete and utter sense. Well, to me, it seems Billy. I don't feel like you can make a dude with super speed be the villain. I feel like Billy is more powerful, probably, and ultimately oh, I has. Billy, I think Billy's too innocent. Really? See, I feel like his oh, power goes down yeah, well. Maybe that makes him more vulnerable to it. Like I feel like see, that, but, okay. So Tommy's, like that, Tommy's no, super speed, right? Yeah. See, I was almost gonna say I feel like Tommy's gonna be the villain, not just because of the fact. I feel like, or like, is good if one of them's good, one of them's bad, because if it does end up that that uh, Evan Peters is ends up being a villain, with how much Tommy's like, oh, I fucking love, uh, you know, he's the cool uncle, I'm the cool, I'm, I, you know, yeah, I'm the cool sibling. Yeah, that I feel like he's like, if if Pietro goes, you know, is like, oh, I'm actually, you know, some this evil character that Tommy would be like, well, yeah, you're kind of a dick, but you're also pretty cool. See, here's what I, I want to be think. cool with you. So big, big theory, but I feel like if one of them is good, one of them is bad, that doesn't get panned out in the next three episodes. I feel like that's too much. Oh, no. I guess they all. That's a future storyline. Yeah. So or... if that's the case, so if that's the case, to me, it makes total sense to build it up until we get young Avengers type thing. If we would, which that is built, I mean. If you you can't sit here and tell me that that's not at least a possibility given the what the future of Marvel Television is going to be right now and like just other stories we have, absolutely already, would it not make sense to have that be Young Avengers and then the villain in the first Young Avengers or whatever would be the other brother? I mean, just I know we're about. talking about total like way beyond mm-hmm. really long far time away all that, yeah. but like God damn, does that not just fit picture perfect right now? Be, well, a couple a things. One, it, it wouldn't have to be that far away since they can literally age themselves. Right. Um. Also, I just I would just thought about this because we're talking about potentially one's good, one's bad, and you said it couldn't be something that could be played out in the next couple episodes. What if it was something that gets played out in the next couple episodes? In that they either they're both end up good and they have to team up to stop Wanda, or potentially one of them, you know. Tommy is like, you know what? I love my mother. I'm going to help her. And Billy's like, the fuck are you talking about? Ooh. And so it ends up being Magic Wanda versus Magic uh, Billy going to town. Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. With with Vision helping Billy out and Tommy flying around. Ooh. Or potentially it being the other way in that Bill or in that Tommy has to go against his mom and brother because Billy's like, no, I love my mother. Because he's so innocent, he doesn't realize that what she's doing is wrong, and he potentially supports her. And then we have two magic people trying to sp- – and potentially that – maybe that's how she can control more people is she uses his powers to control Man. more people since he I, has the same powers as her. The aging the aging thing makes that so possible, and I love yeah. – I, like, I like that, but god – you can't – to me, it's just – from a from a fairness, I guess, standpoint, you can't have that because if that – I guess if you make Quicksilver good, then maybe. But if Quicksilver mm-hmm. is some bigger power being, 
God, you can't have those three, like Wanda and then uh, Nightmare slash Mephisto and one of the super children. Like, dude, holy shit. I mean, that but you is... could because it, that, the, that could then be the big bad for, like, the next couple of Marvel movies. Man, that is Or drastic. potentially this whole family minus Vision is the big bad for the next couple of Marvel movies in that you have Wanda, uh, Tommy – like being Quicksilver, Holy shit. Uh, Nightmare Quicksilver, and then Billy helping Wanda Dude, out since she has their powers. What if this Quicksilver is just just a dick? Like it is, it is him, and he's just an asshole. Like <laughs> also that too. What if he's just a dick? <laughs> Man. Holy shit, that's drastic, but God, if I don't like it, like... Yeah, like that could be the next couple episodes, is they lead the two children into either one of them picks the dad side, or they both pick mom, and then Vision has to to use the rest of the Marvel, like, the next couple Marvel movies, Vision has to fight to get his family back. From either, potentially, Quicksilver, Evan Peters, who is just kind of a dick... Or Evan Peters Quicksilver, who's actually Nightmare. Yo, it'd be mad, mad interesting if the entire Phase Four was based around Wanda and Vision. Like, if that was like, it'd be, it'd be super interesting. And okay, here's the thing: think about what we've seen in X Men in the past, like with what like Magneto represents. Tell me that doesn't like that is that that is that in the Marvel like in Marvel form? Right? Yeah, that, I mean that's Wanda. I mean, that like same kind of story like wanda's gonna create all these mutants and then like wanda could be the magneto type like going bad Mm -hmm. oh man if that doesn't just fit like a glove shit i love it we have really gone all over the place did we just combine to have a to have a joseph big brain moment without joseph it it took Uh, the power of three minds but uh yeah we did it that was but as, Billy's, as Billy's talking about how uh, his mom and dad have not been fighting, but they've just been different in the background as he speaks. Pietro is really side eyeing him, like really looking at him like he needs to hear what he says. See, I don't take that as as much as I love the idea that Pietro is not actually Pietro. I don't take that as him being like, all right, what's he going to say? How can I turn this to my advantage? I take that as being like almost like the concerned uncle of like he clearly sees him being like mom and dad have been fighting recently and it kind of sucks. And he's like, well, what can I do to fix that? And that's why he quickly is like, well, I can be their father figure for the night. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's that's also the distinct other possibility is that it was just another way for him to show the good side potentially. Yeah. But uh. Here, Vision tells the children to have a spooky time tonight and kisses Wanda on the forehead, telling her to, quote, be good. I was yeah, like, she didn't do a very good job at that. <laughs> but also, like, how good can it get? She's already mind controlling several thousand people. Like, yeah, but he doesn't know that. <laughs> For sure. I, I, Does I just, he think it's just normal? Yeah. Like, I want to know. Listen. <laughs> Like I just realized whole, this whole thing is just like God. You took control of Norm. I'll fucking kill you. Like <laughs> God damn it! I just realized it's Wednesday. Fuck! I thought this episode was tonight. Damn it! Oh no! Fuck you, Snowy Weather. You ruined my concepts of time. 
fucking damn it. But oh. here, Vision, uh, you know, he, he jumps into a nice little pose and says, quote, I smell crime, looking at Wanda. And I thought that was a nice little, fun little nod to where this eventually heads, what he finds. He's like, I smell crime, you know, like something bad's going on. But uh, Pietro uh, runs up on Wanda. She shuts the door behind Vision and uh, scares the shit out of her. Another little Pietro asshole moment. And uh, on his arm here, we see he has an M.O.M. tattoo. Is that Multiverse of Madness? Is it uh, Mother of Mutants? Is it just Mom? Yeah, see, I as much as I would love for it to be like some hidden thing, I also really love that it's just Evan Peters just has a mom tattoo. And, like in real and they life. just decided to leave it because he also – yes, I love the idea that Evan Peters in real life just has a mom tattoo because he looks like the dude that would just have a mom tattoo. Okay, I will admit to you that he does seem the type. Like I don't know what that type is. I don't know if I would pick one out in public other than Evan Peters, but like that, that – that, like, But it is yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, but it is, it is him. Or also the idea that they were just like, all right. What do we want Evan Peters Quicksilver to look like? What, you know, what, like, you know, like costume designs do we want him to have? And they're like, let's give him a fucking mom tattoo. And they said, yes. That's exactly Mom tattoo. Love it. uh, (laughs) See, that's the thing, though, is that everything in these, I have to take everything as so intentional. Like, I have to. There's no way they just were like, fuck it, mom. If they did throw it on there. It's it's because they were either trying to misdirect us or it does mean something. Yes, but I also as much as much as I agree, and it's almost certainly either something or something to throw us off. I love the idea too much that it's either Evan Peters just has a mom tattoo, or that they just said, "Fuck it, give him a mom tattoo. That'll be funny." I love that idea too yeah. much for me not to accept that as truth. I appreciate it. I appreciate that idea too. But uh, here, uh, Pietro asks Wanda where they keep the water balloons, uh, because where else would they put all the shaving cream? And uh, he says, it was Billy's idea, and he points to Tommy. And Tommy yells, I'm Tommy, mean? and he yells what back, don't you forget mean? it. I love that. I love He's so funny. I want him to be the good person. Why does he have to probably be bad? I hate it. I hate it. It's it's lines like that that's that's the reason that I love the mom tattoo so much. Of the what are we supposed to do with all the shaving cream? <laughs> Dude, I don't exactly. even know what that it's idea perfect. what can am I did I miss out on a key moment in my childhood? Like what is shave what is the no, cross shaving cream and water balloons? What is that? What, what now I, think I gotta it would know. Just be like water balloons. I think it would just be like a water balloon, except instead of water, it's just filled with shaving cream. Dude, but like, I don't that quite pop, understand right? how that works. That wouldn't, really like, that wouldn't have the like weight to like throw it good, and it wouldn't bust. Like, can we talk about the fit, like the physics of this? Because like that doesn't make sense. Maybe because oh, maybe because they maybe or maybe it's just water balloons, balloons covered. Maybe because he has maybe super yeah maybe he's just running up behind walking. people. Oh, yeah. oh, like when he say, just maybe he's just running up behind people. What? And like, which one is it? Is it? Is and just it like smacking past? him in the face with it. Is it X Men? when he does it, I when just he just like it the other night. There's on a the chin. I watched the clip. I didn't watch the movies, but I watched both clips of Quicksilver and X Men because it was on my uh, recommended, and I was like, oh, I gotta watch those. So I watched this scene from Apocalypse and 
future past. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss. We watched. Me and Emily watched uh, watched Days of Future Past and Apocalypse uh, last week. It was pretty. After we watched this, I was like, I need to see more Evan Peters as Quicksilver, like ASAP. <laughs> Because it's just a great, it's of, just a great, great character in the X Men movies. Days of Future Past is the one where he goes back and breaks uh, Magneto out of the Pentagon or whatever, yep. right? Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. It's amazing, amazing. But uh, <laughs> you know, don't you forget it. And uh, but Wanda tries to say uh, he shouldn't he shouldn't take them because he doesn't even have a costume. Uh, but that's nothing that a guy with super speed can't fix fast. And he takes Tommy by the hand and they rush out and back with the classic. Smooth, just smooth looking, sweet looking Quicksilver costume. And, uh, this was, for the record, actually how this character's hair looked in the comics. Can you guys hear me? Hello? Hello? Okay. Hello? Could you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I could hear you. My mic just like went out for a second. So, okay. Yeah, my, I my, shit, sure. said, my shit said that my volume was not working, so I was not sure. Nope, you're good. I could hear oh, you. Okay. Sorry, I was I had it muted because I was kind of breathing heavy. Sorry. Whenever Sorry. whenever you say your your volume like your do you mean like it was just showing it at zero? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mine did the same thing, and I was like I, I like tapped my mic, and nothing went up, and I was like, "Fuck, I don't know." Yeah, if I just want to make sure I don't. Wanna, you guys can hear me. I don't yeah, I don't want to say something and interrupt him because I can hear him. Yeah, no, I could hear you the whole time. <laughs> All right, cool. But you know, slick looking suit, just slick looking suit, and uh. The hair actually was like that in the comic books. It isn't. It isn't another devil reference. In case anyone thought that it could be, but I don't think it is. Uh, and Wanda reminds them that uh, before they leave, that this is a respectable family. So be nice, or else she'll turn them to a pickle parent. <laughs> and, Clearly, that threat didn't work. Um, <laughs> not one. Bit. Also. Yeah, also, like, the, the costume, I saw something about it, like, a day or two ago, saying, like, that the, the, the costume was, you know, it, cl- it clearly proves that he must be some different character, because it was so disrespectful to the, you know, to, to, to Pietro's, like, costume, like, in the other, like, in, in, uh, Age of Ultron. Oh, my man's was, like, was wearing Adidas. But, my man's was wearing Adidas in Age exactly. of Ultron. Exactly. And you I saw that. Tell me like, that shit's, like, fucking. That's that's paying homage. Fuck no. That's well, called. That's what they said. It was like it was sponsorships like, is what it's called. It's called product placement. <laughs> Miss me with it, that it, bullshit. I saw <laughs> that and I was like, "The fuck are you talking about? I love this costume. It's so funny." No, and what's <laughs> great is so it's so nineties over the top, like stupid looking jorts with the white belt, just mm-hmm. perfect. Pulled the whole look together. I absolutely yeah. loved it. Also, once again, Evan Peters. Exactly what I – I don't know why – I don't know how they managed to make Evan Peters look exactly how I would expect him to look, but they have done it at every single step of the show (laughs) with the mom tattoo, with with this. I think that's just – sorry, go ahead. You go. I was going to say about like how – like an American Horror Story even, like with his characters, he's just that actor that like you throw him in any look and he almost guarantees – like looks like he's supposed to be that person it's so strange I think it's, yeah i think it's just he's one of those yeah. guys that like he seems to always get really like he gets casted into roles that seem to do so well for him like fit him maybe, well like i feel like just that's just on point casting like he knows what roles he's gonna crush and like what roles he would fit well into and then like studios hit it on the nose too yeah. like i just think I that's just, just a product of that 
maybe well and maybe the product of that is because maybe he just is this character in real life yeah and so he just he just walks in he's like how's it going and they're like yes perfect get your hire now now here like don't take this as like i know this is gonna sound very like uh hot takey or like it's very uh almost disrespectful in a sense but it's I, i i don't i know i'm not gonna put it on that level but like in a sense like similar like RDJ is Tony Stark. Like that is yes. like, like yes. RDJ on camera is the same off and on. Like that is his mm-hmm. character. Like he's, you can yeah, see he is it the same everything. person off camera. And, and honestly, I feel like that's also partially like I think the longer you played Tony Stark, the more that he started to identify with that. But like that's a whole no- yeah. different thing. Yeah. But I feel like it's similar in that sense where it's like that. It's easy. Yeah. He turns the camera on and not much changes. Like I think Evan Peters is very yeah, similar. No, in that he way. just he acts like he acts like himself. Only instead of being named Evan Peters, he's right. named Pietro. Right, right. He walked um, in. Which he walked also in I have the studios. Okay, you're back. We can see you, Colton. Hi. Oh, okay. <laughs> That wasn't very nice. Okay, you, you held that pause. Yeah, I, I know. I could tell because I saw, I saw like a slight movement. Yeah, I did too. I was but, like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, Yeah, no, I almost just feel like I've decided instead of them like giving him the mom tattoo and saying this is your character and it fitting perfectly, I actually think they just said, all right, I, we want you to decide what, what – uh, what Quicksilver looks like and he just decided, all right, this is how I'm going to dress today. And they were like – you know what? It fucking works. <laughs> and he said, hey, give me a mom tattoo. I think that'd be funny. They said, all right. <laughs> I feel like he walked into Marvel Studios, saw Kevin Feige, and was like, what's up, Kenny? He's like, I'm Kevin. And he's like, and don't you forget it. And then uh, <laughs> he said, you're hired. Yeah, Kevin exactly. said, that is the most beautiful, disrespectful thing anyone has ever said to me. You're fucking hired. <laughs> like, get your ass in there right now. Studio 3B, go. Fucking early. <laughs> but, uh, back outside the hex, uh, Hayward looks to get a, a full workup of tests done on the drone that they sent in, and Wanda promptly sent back out. And uh, Monica voices her critiques of Hayward's handling of the situation. And then uh, Darcy chimes in to talk some shit, which I just absolutely love. She's like, hey, Dude, she does not here. give a single fuck. She is not no. there. Like... Like she knows she's there working for these people, but at the same time she's like, I ain't with you guys. Like I do my own. She's like, fuck you. What's great is she's like, I'm not a Fed. That's what I was about to say. And I was about to say that. I don't blame her for having all of this disdain for this agency because as soon as she walked in, there was just disrespect, and she's the one that fucking busted this shit open in the first place. Put some damn respect on her name. Put some respect on her name. Like she's the line from the line from Hayward of. Who do you work for? What are you doing here? And I was like, all right, listen, asshole. She's no. the only reason why you even know what's going on. Dude, literally my notes say, oh, fuck you, prick. God, I hate him. I fucking hate him. I can't stand him. He makes my blood boil every time he's on screen. I want to buy he's Mephisto just because I feel he's like the, the devil would make me feel that way. Like, like that's all I want to believe. Like, fuck that guy so hard. I hate him so much. I have had I a loved, few characters I loved, this, like, unlikable as him. I loved Darcy's line to him here where he was like, she was like, hey, there he is, the guy who almost got murdered by his own murder squad. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, going kind of thinking back on our uh, the, the fact that we were talking about how, like, 
oh, like Robert Downey Jr. works because that's just like he is like <laughs> Iron oh, Man yeah. is just Robert Downey Jr. I feel like the reason all of these Marvel characters work so well is because they I feel like they almost just took an actor and said, we want we want this actor to play this character and then we will build this character around this actor. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and so maybe for Hayward, they just said, "You know what? This guy just looks like a fucking fed." He comes in the interview. We're just gonna make that's, him a fucking fed. Fair. <laughs> he comes in the interview and is just a total fucking asshole. And they're like, "Makes sense. Get, get him out of my office. Just get him. Get him yeah. in the show, though. Get get him in. Get him out of here." But uh, you know, Hayward's like, "Who do you work for?" And Monica's like, "She's with me." And uh, Hayward, again, belittling the fuck out of them, goes, which one of you is the sassy best friend? And I was like, fuck this guy to the fuck. As much as I, yes, as much as I fucking hate him, I did really like that line, though. I I got a good, I got a good, I got a kick out of that line of the which one of you is the sassy best friend. Because they're both the sassy best friend. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I love that Jimmy Woo was having none of that shit. No, he is Jimmy Woo is that fucking dude, bro. The I best love, thing that's came out of this is a more Jimmy, like getting more Jimmy Woo and all of the memes I've seen about Jimmy Woo. Yes, the fact I that love Jimmy that Woo and Pop Smoke have intertwined on my TikTok, beautiful. Oh, yes, couldn't she have drawn it up yes. better. Woo. She want to fuck with the Woo, and I, I want to, I want to build on that a little bit because I think I ship Monica Rambeau and Jimmy Woo. Oh, I think I'm I, not gonna cap. I'm feeling. I'm feeling some real sexual tension between us. No, no, Jimmy Woo, no, I like I that because Jimmy that Woo could to- Jimmy Woo would be the best like beta male for that relationship, but it would be like just barely Absolutely. beta. But like, but, like mm-hmm. he would still shine. Like he would still be alpha yeah. in moments, but like just no, like Monica is like that. Like she is the pants. Then that's fine. That's fine. That's if I'm Jimmy Woo, I'm like fuck yeah, you you fucking run this shit. That is totally okay with me. I like, just think, especially if we're going to start getting this, uh, this sword, like, X-Files. if Jimmy Woo is going to be a sword type agent, and then, like, Monica's already working, like, it's a, it's a storyline they could pursue, and I like seeing mm-hmm. them on screen together, and I think they have yeah. this weird kinship that kind of works well, and I don't yeah. know. Also, also, any opportunity to expand the, the Jimmy Woo universe, I am 100% down for. Oh, 100%. Dude. What's funny is, like, Jimmy Woo is so funny because he's, like, such a simpy kind of guy. Like, I say that not in a sense of, like, romantic. He just seems very, like, uh, I don't know. He's just kind of a softy in a sense to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even in yeah. Ant-Man, you kind of get that. But, dude, if he doesn't have his combat skills on point, that man fucks. That man fucks. Yo. <laughs> that man fucks. No, like, no, wait. Jimmy Woo, Jimmy Woo is Batman. No, he is like that, bro. He is like that. And that's what's funny is, like, he'll go from, like, fucking close-up magic and, like, simping or being just, like, a soft guy in general to, like, kicking the fuck out of your ass. And if that isn't who I strive to be as a person, well, god damn it, I don't know who it is. <laughs> but I hope my girlfriend line, hears that. I love the line he drops here. He says, there is no time to diminish your colleagues when you're about to start a war that you can't win. And I was like, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. I like that these three were really like, we're holding it down. Like, we are, we know what's right here. Not this fucking guy. Yeah. Well, and, uh, there's only so much they can do. It's like, listen, if you're going to have us here and want us to do things, then let it, like, we're the ones that are, like, positively contributing. Like, you guys take what we do and then fucking ruin it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, Monica and Hayward really go at it here, just uh, back and forth. And Hayward wants to killer it feels like monica says that they literally have no idea 
what will happen if they kill Wanda. She's like, no, we cannot do that. If we no. kill her, everybody in there could die. Shit, everybody out here could die. We have no yeah. idea the implications no. of our actions. See, and tell me that wouldn't make total sense why Haywood would track Vision then. Because he probably feels like like Joseph has been saying for weeks that Wanda's too far gone. I disagree, but wouldn't it make total sense if Haywood thought she was and he knows that she's too powerful? Get rid of her. Who gives a fuck about the people? They're too far gone to get rid of everybody but extract Vision. Get Vision out. Or control no, Vision. He's trying to control Vision to turn him against Wanda. Yeah, well, and I was going to say potentially because that that would pro- that's probably the only one of the few things left that could get her to come back to the light or whatever you want to say. It would be a vision really just putting the hammer down and being like, "All right, we're done with this shit." And or maybe one of her kid like one of her kids doing See, but that. But I think Haywood and, too uh, and and maybe it's just and, my hatred for him. Go ahead, sorry. Oh no, that. I'm saying I'm saying like my idea is maybe that was like what he started with was oh, maybe if we can get okay. to vision and try and like convince him to turn on her that that might be the way to get her to stop this. But also, no, he's a dick. He's evil. No matter how good he actually is, like his his intentions might be, he's a dick and he's evil, and I hate him. Here's what okay. I'm gonna and I want to see him turn into a clown. While we're on the subject of Haywood, I just want to jump to this. I I don't know if this will happen, and I, I'm still not. I don't really feel that confident that Haywood is like one of the big characters we talked about, like a nightmare, like a Mephisto. I mean, it's possible, but that's not my leading. Like, that's not what I most put stock into. But goddamn, wouldn't it be sick? That's why you didn't trust. No, no, I know, but wouldn't it be fucking sick as shit? If we get a reveal where like Wanda expands the hex again, Haywood gets taken in and boom, it's Mephisto. Like just some fucking like he looked like it's like that guy. That would be wouldn't kick-ass. that be fucking nuts? That would be cool. No, that'd be like to see that change happen. Like he cool. crosses over and it's like it's like he's crossing over and it's like, oh what's he what's he gonna look like? Is he gonna be a clown? And then it's boom, the fucking Mephisto or nightmare. That would be tight as fuck. That would be wild. That would be fucking wild. But uh, Monica's retort to uh, Hayward's bullshit is that, you know, if Wanda is our problem, then, if, like, she's the only one that can be the solution. Because nobody's fucking stopping Wanda, let's be real. No. No. I don't know how you could think that. I don't, especially in a world where you know that she was going to mop Thanos. Like, I don't understand how that doesn't make everyone fear of the idea of, like, getting her on a bad side. She was about to pop Thanos like a goddamn balloon. That man was done for. Like she's like that. Don't fuck with her. Don't don't fuck with her. Do not fuck with her. But Hayward says that he knows that Monica has a soft spot for the superpowers, and he said that shit like really like disdainfully. Like he hates people mm-hmm. with superpowers. Yeah. No, I picked up on that too. I would. In which you Colton, on that. I kind of liked the way you talked about who uh, from. It's also, I think, Future Past. The villain in that movie isn't that who you Trap. said he could be playing that kind of role? Yeah, tra- uh, like uh, the William Stryker. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of dig that. Like, I could see that, like, kind of in a way, you know. I don't know. Like, either, like I think the only use he could see in the superpower people is weaponizing them. He doesn't yeah. see, yeah. doesn't see another, doesn't like he doesn't see another outlet there. But he also knows that they have to be controlled some way, right? But uh, 
you know, he says he knows about her history with Carol Danvers, and he says that those five years that the people were gone, she couldn't know what it was like. And Monica calls him on his bullshit, saying, you know, you can't use the last five years as an excuse to be a fucking coward guy. <laughs> and uh, Hayward I t- love that. I did too, and Hayward doesn't take it well because he takes it just like, fuck you guy, why'd you even bring this up? He says, good thing you weren't here when your mom died. And then he lets dude. that shit linger in the air for a second, yeah. pauses. He's the dude that makes goes, everything you don't have personal. For this job. Yeah, he's the dude that makes everything personal. Like constructive criticism to, oh, let's make it personal. That's the worst yeah. fucking guy in a group. Nobody <laughs> likes to be around that fucking guy. Nobody. Not one constructive. Bit. Constructive criticism of, hey, maybe don't, you know, start a war you can't win, too. Hmm. It's a good thing you weren't around whenever your mom died, bitch. Dude, what does that (laughs) have to do with anything? It's a good thing we all thought you were dead when your mom died. Yeah, it's like, dude. You know know who was at your mom's deathbed whenever she was dying? Me. You know who wasn't? You. Fuck you. Dude, if I'm somebody else in the room, I'm going to look at him like, yo, man, like, come on, have have some boundaries. Maybe a step too far. I wonder how many sword agents were just like, oh, shit, goddamn, that's that's irrational. That's just rude. (laughs) It's just rude. (laughs) But, uh, you know, he kicks all three of them off the site, uh, Jimmy, Darcy, and Monica, and as they're being escorted, Wu says, uh, that Hayward is way overstepping his provisional authority, and Monica says he was looking for a reason to sideline him, that he is up to something. So Monica's sussing this man out. She, like, she like knows there's something deeper going on here that's not just what's Wanda, you know? Yeah, and I just really think it's like, I don't know. I guess I, I, I hate it because I feel like he's been crooked from the get-go, and like I felt that. But I hate that him talking to Monica at the beginning was super like chummy. You know what I mean? Me too. Like, dude, but 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 even then it's chummy with her, but he still doesn't put her on otherworldly assignments. So it's like But that well, wasn't an like, assignment from her mom. Yeah, that that was that wasn't him being like a okay, dick. That I guess was that's him true. being like, All right, your mom did lay out plans in case people ever came back and specifically said, Don't let them go off planet because you know, we should maybe be sure they're not going to just fucking disappear again or some like weird okay. shit. Okay, fair, fair, fair. But still, uh, he was also, all chummy. He's so chummy yeah, and buddy-buddy, most... but it's like, dude, that's fuck. I hate him. Like, he's so yeah, fake. Yeah, but think about all villains like that. They're all like every single villain that where it's like a you don't know that he's a villain at first is like that. They're they're all chummy, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're the good guys, right? Wink, wink. And then he's like, huh, fuck you. I was evil all along. <laughs> True, true. But, uh, you know, Wu and Monica take out all the guards that are escorting them real quick, and Darcy, in just amazement, asks why nobody told her the plan. And it was like, well, you weren't going to do much, Darcy. It was just probably yeah, better. Yeah, that's what I was, I was just about them. I, that's funny that they said that, because I don't, I didn't remember yes. that exact line, but I was about to be like, Darcy, what, like. Yeah, what the fuck were you going to yeah, do? What, Although, and, and, and I mean, I, she did, she did fight Dark Elves. She did, she did fight Dark Elves. And what the fuck is some little, you know, some some fed trooper to a dark elf? So <laughs> you bring up you bring up fair points, but uh, they steal some sword ponchos and get to work, just infiltrating this base and shit. But uh, back in the hex, Billy and Tommy prepare for some trick or treating. It's really it's just really really a cute time. And uh, as Billy and Tommy head off for their uh, 
little excursion here, Pietro yells, Unleash hell, demon spawn. <laughs> okay. Okay. Once again, once again, as much like this is another thing where I don't think it's ne- it's necessarily one of those like, ooh, he's actually evil. Well, I think I it's him being not. the uncle of being like, release hell, demon spawn, as they as they run well, around I the town terrorizing. Hope, I, I hope it's not actually serious because fuck, if that wouldn't just be stupid. <laughs> like, come on, at least try to be a little ambiguous about it. Yeah, I think shit, it's just one of those implicit lines. You know? like, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to get the meaning from it. Feel me? Yeah, I, I, we did not hear a thing you said, but sure. <laughs> oh, I said, uh, I said, I think it's just one of those implicit lines. Like you're supposed to, you're supposed to take in the meaning, even though like it's like it's right in front of you. I'm just, I'm just picking out any line yeah. you can get. You know, you give me. Yeah. But uh, also, which I get it, but I also did love that line because it is funny. Oh, it is just objectively because funny. I because of the fact that you know, if I'm eventually an, you know, the day that I become an uncle. I hope to say that to my nieces and nephews as well, as <laughs> I cause as I as I bring them to cause terror upon my siblings. Absolutely, That's fair. absolutely. That's fair. Yeah. But uh, after this, Wanda asks Pietro about uh, back in the orphanage that kid with the uh, skin thing, and I think this was a little nod to another comic book character from the Brotherhood of Mutants, uh, Toad. If you remember Toad from the original X Men movie, he's got the long tongue, you know, Toad like. Uh-huh. Like the name. Uh and uh Pietro catches on here. He's like, mm, "You're testing me." And uh he's like, "It's he's like, it's cool. It's cool, you know. I do look different." And she's like, "Why do you look different?" And he's like, "Shit, I don't know, man. If I found Shangri-La, I wouldn't want to be reminded of the past either." How funny isn't... would it have been if they'd have been like, "I don't remember the actor. What's his name? It's Taylor, right? Something like Aaron that." Aaron Taylor Johnson or something like that. Yeah. How funny would it have been? He's like, oh, they just couldn't get ATJ back. They, they couldn't get him for the show. He was busy. <laughs> like, just imagine if that was the, like, I I can't rule anything out. Like, I say that like it's so ridiculous. But, like, you Man, watch. There's going to be a moment like that at some point in Marvel Cinematic. You're, like, just might, random as fuck. Like, there might be. But, you know, Billy and Tommy approach ready to head to the next house and, Uncle P is like, yo, let me maximize your candy intake, to which Tommy responds, quote, kick ass. A nice little nod to the fact that Evan Peters and Aaron Taylor Johnson were both the main characters in that movie. They both played Quicksilver, so that was cool. But uh, Wanda walks up to Herb and asks about how Patrol's going. He says it's quiet so far, and uh, quickly after, things start to fall apart. You know, we see Quicksilver run by, take all the candy, and then shit just keeps getting worse and worse from there. And uh, I don't know just... if I say worse and worse. No, I mean funny. for her, for her. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's funnier and funnier. Uh, he's just wreaking havoc on the neighborhood, stealing candy, pr- spraying people with silly string. It's a good time. But uh, you know, she suggests that maybe Vision could help him out, and Herb's like, "Oh yeah, he's not, he's not working." And Wanda's like, "Hmm, what?" Uh, and Herb's Excuse like, me? Herb's like, is everything okay? Is there anything you need changed? Which, yeah. Yep. Clearly, he has a job. Like, she's assigned him a prime directive. Like, sure, yeah. you're playing this character, but if there's something you notice that is off, you need to fix it. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like uh, it's it's kind of like Agnes. A little the, bit. I too. feel like they have a little bit more like kind of free will, but not really free will. 
I just still think it's so weird that Herb has been gone for like two or three episodes now, right? I mean, it had been a minute since we've seen Herb, and at least in my memory, I I could have just omitted him. Well, from I remembering, know, I think episode three probably would have been the last time we saw him. The birth of the twins. Yeah, uh, I don't feel like I've really him. seen him since. I, I mean, I can well, look real quick. It's not hard. This is but... episode six, right? Did we see him in episode five? We didn't. See, well, episode four was the was the outside, and then episode yeah. five was all about um. Uh, Wanda Wanda was came like, outside. Was like them on the outside, but then also about like Wanda and Vision fighting, and so the only real character that we saw outside of that was like Wan was like Agnes. Right, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Because it was, oh yeah, Fair and it enough. was her, like but, the uh, kids and all that stuff. So, so there hasn't really been a lot of interaction with the outside world, with the with the outside like community outside of being, uh, you know, outside of Agnes. She was really the only one from the community that they really interacted with. Okay, he's only been in three episodes, so yeah. He's it would have been definitely been missing some. Like it wasn't the la- It was definitely the first two, and then. Or well, well no, maybe not first like two, two, the, two, or one, three, and yeah. I was uh, gonna six. say I just know he. I haven't seen him in a minute, and that was kind of yeah. strange to me, especially since he came out and said something that like showed some sort of more relevance, I guess. Like because I had that line in my notes too. You want something to change? Like, yeah, what? I think that's. I think that's less of like he's been off doing something, and more of just how the episodes have. Yeah, and that and that's fine. It just made yeah. it like jump out to me even more when the first time I've yeah. seen him in a while was him saying something like that because it's like, man, where have you been? Like, what is your importance? Then what are you like? What yeah, is your relevance? But uh, we cut to a well. They she says it's fine, and they go about their way, and then we cut to Vision making his own way through Westview. And uh, he walks down the street and looks to a house where two people are decorating for Halloween, but they seem to be stuck in a loop. We already talked about this a little bit ago. They're doing the little small actions over and over, and uh, this really fucked me up. It was really yeah. haunting and heartbreaking to see that tear fall down that chick's oh face. Oh my gosh! It seems like some Jordan Peele horror shit. Like that, yes. if that doesn't come straight out of like Get Out or some shit for me, <laughs> man. Well, that's what what tells me that is that like she doesn't even have like complete mind control over them. Like, yeah, they, like they're truly in agony because they're aware of what's happening. But it's like they're immobile. Like at least if they could, you know, that is fucked. I'll well, say I, this. Think, I think I think I, I think it's kind of been shown that they've always been like everyone's aware of what's happening because like uh what I can't remember his name the dude that Vision works with said like it no. hurts. Yeah, Norm, Norm, like, clearly, like, clearly, I think everyone knows what's going on. They just can't do anything about it. Where, but this one is the first one where, like, the tear rolled down her face because clearly it's probably worse for her because there's so little going on. Yeah. You have nothing but that horror. You're yeah. not really playing a character. You're just, yeah. you're just living in that fucking paralyzed state. I'll say this. Seeing how many moments in this show have kind of left me, like, you know, I'll say shuddering, like, it's not that bad, but, like, I'll say, like, giving me, like, kind of, like, whoa, like, it's getting, like, kind of creepy, chilly, like, it's chilling, you know what I mean? Like, that, like, ooh, that kind of uncomfortable, yeah. Like, uh, goosebumps. Yeah, like, almost, in just a chilling sense, like, I, seeing that in this show and in Marvel has made me, A, so excited for Sam Raimi's Multiverse of Madness, Mm -hmm. because, 
I, if there's one thing about Raimi, he loves to go horror mode. Like, he loves to inflict some sort mm-hmm. of, like, scare, like, even if it's campy. Like, he did it in Spider-Man, in Spider-Man 2 with the scenes where Doc Ock becomes, like, back, you know, and the lady screaming in the fingernails. Like, mm-hmm. I know that's campy, but, like, I am so excited to see in a new age Marvel movie, like, some horror shit. Like, mm-hmm. I want it. Like, New Mutants, like, I would love to see the MCU do a New Mutants concept, like, where it's supposed to be scary. Like, that would be fucking awesome. And Wanda's a perfect character to do that with in the Multiverse of Madness. But, uh, you know, here we, uh, Vision confused, he goes on about his way after seeing this, and uh, we cut to commercial, and we see a kid on an island. He says that he is so hungry he could eat anything. And then jumping out of the water, a shark says he remembers being hungry, and all he had to do was, quote, snack on Yo Magic. He says, here you go, little dude, and tosses the Yo Magic to the kid. And I don't know who else we heard say little dude in this episode, but it was uh, it was Pietro. He's like, right on, little dude. So I think, I think this shark was meant to be kind of a Pietro representation here. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. this commercial was the one that left me kind of dumbfounded because Mm -hmm. in the past it's all been things we've seen like you know they've all been tied to something that's happened something that wanda has been a part of that is like not good usually yeah i mean something bad happened to want i think that if this shark is to represent pietro and if pietro is not actually pietro and he's some sort of negative entity that's siphoning her magic or something taking the magic from people which is causing them to you know stay still and be paralyzed maybe he's just snacking on her magic just snacking on her magic he just showed you know? up and I mean, said like, let I me snack on your magic i don't know though this one this one did leave me a little bit confused you know the kid is unable to open the yeah. container and he dies and then turns into a skeleton and then god damn the that was here, dark that was dark the, the, yeah, but the slogan here is Yo Magic, the snack for survivors. So, do you think it's like the survivors of Westview get powers? Is it, oh, you know, like, if you can withstand this. If you're this. not getting enough magic, you won't live? Oh, fuck. God damn. Dude, this shit. Oh my god, my brain hurts. My brain fucking hurts. This, yeah, this whole commercial just, it, yeah, it just confused me. It's just, fuck. It's wild. It's wild. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know. Just fuck. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, back in the hex, the family makes their way past a movie theater showing The Incredibles and The Parent Trap, which I thought was cool. Because The Incredibles is a family of superheroes, just like the one we're watching. And The Parent Trap is about reunited twins. Which we're oh. also watching. Fuck, I didn't even connect that. Yeah, it's pretty... It's, I liked that. I thought that was cool. But uh, Pietro says he can't believe she's making them return the candy he stole. And she says, I can't believe how much of a bad influence you are. He says he's just trying to, quote, play his part and then list what he is supposed to be doing as though it's a character description for a casting. You know, he's like, create tension with the brother-in-law, 
be a fun uncle to the kids. Uh, I'm just trying to play my part. Okay. Mm, God damn. Wrenches. Wrenches being thrown. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Wrenches. Because right there, that could just mean this is just a dude who she's projecting Pietro onto. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Which I sure hope isn't the case. It's just Evan Peters. She's just taking Evan Peters and casting Pietro onto. <laughs> yeah, you just took Evan Peters out of the MCU's reality. He's gonna come to and be like, "Where am I? Last time I was, I was on the set." Uh, you know what? I feel okay with that. That's what happened. <laughs> if instead of where he comes up and says about like you know oh like what you know what was happening to him if, if instead he just is like one moment I was shooting X Men and then all of a sudden I was in this reality I don't know what happened but she she goes what happened to your accent and he goes what happened to yours and, which is uh, funny because fans have been know, talking about quote, that. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump. It's so funny though because I remember every since ever since Wanda showed up first to like every movie since, fans go nuts for that shit. Like they lose it. I'm like, it's not that distracting, Absolutely. is it? Is it that distracting? Like, is it that bad? I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, I don't care that much. I don't know. Am I wrong for that? No, I don't think so. But uh, you know, here he says he doesn't know what happened. That quote, the details are fuzzy, and if the devil's in the details, I mean. One moment, he's shot dead in the street, and then he hears Wanda calling for him. He knew that she needed him. What? See, I just feel like that's so but manipulative. That, that doesn't explain why that's you have so... a different face. Right, exactly. But to me, it's just so manipulative because like, she, he knows that's something she's going to hear and is going to be like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like that's gonna hurt. That's gonna you. like, like I needed somebody. almost blind her, like to a sense. Like, uh, who cares about mm-hmm. the why? He's here. That's what's important. Like, that's so villainous. Like, that's cr- that's crooked, in my opinion. Like, that yeah, is 100%. manipulative. Like, it, I want I want to buy that he's good because I want it just so bad, just because he's so fun. But man, it's so hard to believe it. He says things sometimes that it's just like fuck. Yeah, he just he rubs me a little the wrong way at too many moments for me to think he's purely good. And uh you know, Billy and Tommy race up here saying that they want to go a few blocks up for a full size candy bars. And uh Tommy takes off with super speed and returns with full size candy in hand. And uh Pietro yells, Right on, little dude, chip off the old Maximoff lo- Maximoff block, you got super speed. I thought that was I thought that was a cute little moment between the uncle and the nephew. It was nice. See, and it's moments like that that make me think he's just fine, you know? He's a cool, he's just, a, he's just fun Uncle Pietro. But, uh, Wanda tries to comfort him a little, saying it's alright, he can take it slow if he wants, but, you know, Tommy's ready to fucking roll. He just immediately darts right off. And, uh, Wanda grabs hold of him and slows him down. She says that, uh, if he's gonna break the sound barrier to bring his brother. And, but one of them is very excited to hear this, and the other, not so much. Yeah. And uh, she says to remember not to go past, and the kids cut her off. Ellis Avenue, we know. I, 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 when I saw it, I said to myself, oh, they're totally going past that shit, which we didn't get 
this episode, but I don't, well, I guess now it doesn't really matter. It's not Ellis Avenue anymore, but like, yeah, it is funny that in my head I was like, oh, they're going to run past that shit. And then we get vision instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I had the, I had that thought instead of as soon as they said, don't go past Ellis Avenue. As soon as I heard that, I was like, all right, so vision's going past Ellis Avenue. Oh, well, like, we're going to see Ellis being Avenue smarter than I vision. am. <laughs> props so to you for being smarter than Just I am. Just because of the fact that I, I, I knew Vision was roaming around looking for shit. I was like, all right, That's so we're obviously – there's a reason they said this. Yeah, no, I should have put two and two together. I just assumed that the two little kids like, oh, they're going to not supposed to do something, and then they're going to see a fucking giant candy bar and be like, oh, I got to go. Like, you know. <laughs> they're going to be Nemo and touch the butt. They're going yep, to yep. see Hayward just standing on the other side with a giant candy bar just saying, come here, kids. Come here. Uh, I'm the devil. Schmuck. I'm going to steal you. Fucking schmuck. Fucking schmuck. I'm the devil. I hate that guy. <laughs> but at uh, back at uh, Swords Camp, the uh, the Dream Team, as I will now refer to them as, uh, Darcy, Jimmy, Monica, the Dream Team, uh, they go moving through this thing like the, the GM lasagna, silent. I can't, I can't label it the Wu team though because I can't, I can't comfortably say that Wu is the leader of this group. No, Wu's Wu's the main character in the show. <laughs> Jimmy Wu is the center the of the Marvel universe. Yes, he, this he, is Wu Vision now, not WandaVision. Within <laughs> within Jimmy Wu lies the seventh Infinity Stone. The <laughs> oh, Wu fuck. Stone. That's some Joseph-level shit. That's some Joseph-level intuition right there. I fuck with that. (laughs) Joseph, when you hear this, that was for you. That one was for you. It was for you. (laughs) I hope he listens to the podcast. Oh, I know. I do, too. The pee-pee-poo-poo man himself. Tune in. The the pee-pee-poo-poo man. But, uh, you know, they're moving through this thing like the G and lasagna, silent, and they see, uh... They see Pietro on the TVs, briefly discuss him, nothing too deep, and uh, Darcy hacks into the base's network and then Hayward's files. She says that uh, Hayward found a way to look through the boundary and didn't share with the group, which, immediately interesting. What, why the fuck, what's, what's he got to hide? What, and why is he not sharing this with the group? Clearly he doesn't care that much about the people inside. Right? Right. They find uh, it's a tracking system set to follow the uh, decay signature of vibranium, and it's he's tracking vision. Why is he tracking vision? What the what the fuck? They see that the other dots are the other Westview residents, and they settle that uh, Hayward must have have an accurate head count by now and a sense for their well being. And uh, Wu zooms on the edge of town where he sees residents uh, standing perfectly still. And they question whether they are alive, and the computer reroutes to quote reacquire the asset so I mean he wants to turn vision into a weapon it couldn't be more clear than that right like that's well, kind of- and to me that's already been that's already been set in stone given that they had vision in the first place or like, they were just trying to figure out how to yeah how to like recreate him maybe how or to create they were doing yeah, some, that, and some that could be, and that could be is that is that Wanda puts him back together essentially in a sense, and that's good for Hayward. Is like he's like, oh well, shit, I've got what like that's good. She did what I couldn't do, and I couldn't figure out. She looks like a bad person if she really did break into Sword and break him out. Like that's gonna put her on watch list and fucking on public enemy number one in a lot of eyes. Like 
he's got everything he wants right now. He's going to have See, her as like not good. And yeah, I mean, to me, that just all adds up. See, I don't even think he was trying – whenever I say recreate, I don't think he was trying to bring Vision back. I mean I think he was trying to figure out a, a way to create his own Vision that he that can implant. Synthesoids. Yeah, that, that, can Im, that he can implant whatever he wants into because I don't think he wants Vision. That's why, like, I mean kind of going ahead, but later on whenever Vision is dying in front of him, he was very apathetic and was just like, all right, who gives a fuck? Because I don't think he cares if if Vision is alive or dead. I think he just wants Vision's body to fuck around with and figure out how to potentially like create an Ultron esque character again. Yeah, the, obviously, have you guys seen the theories with that Ultron has backed himself up, and then that's how they revi- they tried to revive Viv- Vision was with Ultron CPU, and that's oh that could, fuck that, that could eventually turn. i don't think we're headed there i think I, and people really like to latch on to the fact that age of ultron comes up at the end of wandavision episodes i guess the recommended but i really think yeah. that's just because that's where both of their stories began yeah i i would agree with that i don't i don't think that's them i don't think to, ultron like, has you in on anything here. yeah i think it's just like hey here's another marvel cinematic universe big movie that we want you to watch yeah, here's what I'll say. I, I don't think that's the case, but damn, I've there's been fan theories about Ultron being lingering in the shadows forever. I mean, that's been around since Ultron ended. Like, that's been around for a long time. And I'll say this, that's probably the most fitting window for him is now. I don't, I don't think it's happening, but like, it, like that's this is the most seamless, I guess it would be, in my opinion, anyway, just based on what we've already gotten. I feel like Maybe. this would be the most perfect window. Maybe they act on that potential Ultron having backed himself up sort of thing in the What If series. Yeah, okay. And that's good because then they don't have to, like, they can fledge it out, but they don't have to worry about, like, the stakes of it in in terms of, like, actuality. Like, what you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But uh, back in Westview, Vision walks through the neighborhood past some uh, perfectly still people. And uh, he sees some kids dressed as, guess what? Skeletons. Several of them. There are many skeletons here. Oh. Kind of a little, kind of a little nod to the commercial, I think. Okay, hear me out. Do you know how he asked her if she, where she got the kids? Mm-hmm. She wouldn't want to use real kid. Oh my god, does she have dead fucking kids rocking around here? I know that's that'd a be, lot. That'd but... be super funny. No, Holy but like shit, wouldn't it make like because she does? She's still got some sort of moral compass. Like she's not gonna pluck real life kids because a, I don't think they could handle it. I think they'd die. I think the pain and suffering would be too much. And I don't think she's villainous enough to want to torture kids in an even if it's not in her front of her head. So could she be using dead kid? Oh my god! I never thought of that. And I don't want to think about it because I just don't think they'll go that dark. I wish they would, though. Like, I wish they would. I wish they'd be like, by the way, all the kids are dead. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I don't know. That just seems like such a big, like. Okay, that's where I just want to know then because where does that line get drawn then? Because if she's using real kids, man, that's fucked. She's became a whole lot more villainous now. Yeah, like See, that's really losing the. 
I don't want to go that direction either. Like, I don't want to go. I don't want to believe that. But I also think using dead kids is a little bit more fucked. (laughs) No, but like, and they would also have to be like relatively newly dead. Well, would they though? Yeah, I, I guess if she, I can, like she can alter reality, so she yeah, could just be true. using like skeletons and just give them flesh. Holy shit! Maybe oh, that's why they're maybe or, that's why they're still towards the edge. Go ahead. Or or okay. Well, first of all, do we even see kids really close towards the edge of town? We, like, I feel like we only well, see we that see in the heart, which would well we see them no. still here next division. Okay. Yep. Okay. True. <sighs> Fuck. Okay. Then if they're not okay, god damn, that was a doozy of a take by me. Oh, fuck. Well, uh, maybe maybe it's not as bad because maybe whenever they're on the edge of town, like outside of like the as he said, like for the quick like uh like the quick episode, maybe whenever they're not like actively doing stuff, like trick or treating, maybe they're just asleep. I have I have a question. Have we considered the possibility? That everyone in there but Wanda is dead. Because the only two people... No, wait. The, uh, I mean, Monica didn't die. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they're all dead because they know who all these characters are. And, like, we've seen Norm. We've seen Norm. Yeah, I was just, yeah. Getting, I was just getting lost in the theory yeah. here. I was just That's getting what I was lost gonna say, in the theory. Is, is maybe, maybe, like, all these characters that are on the edge of town that are clearly, like, really suffering right now because, like, the one lady that has the tear fall down her mm-hmm. eyes, she's trying to put up as she's continuously doing that decoration. Maybe all those people, like, 99% of the time are just in, like, a coma-esque state. And so they're not really suffering except for whenever she needs them to do something, yeah. which is why they're just, like, all frozen on the outskirts of town. Okay. Okay. So if we're going to go with Wanda isn't so fucked up to pull kids from the dead – which I'm fine with because that is fucked. But like, that's, yeah, I, that's a little more fucked. Than okay, okay. So hear me kids. out. I don't think she'd want to mind control these kids either. What if in her head, think about what what did Billy? It was either Billy or Tommy. He said, "You can bring them back. You can be. You can pe- bring people back from the dead." What if in her head, we need children in Westview for the like? That's what she wants. She brings kids back from the dead. Am I just tinfoil hatting right now like a motherfucker or what? But I mean, like, it, I, it could I, happen. But I, I need I to think know that's... why the kids are there. Like, that has to get answered. To me, that doesn't not get answered, especially since people have asked about it in the show. It has been talked about. Why are there no kids by Vision? And he was fucking scared. So I, if there's kids now, I don't feel like she'd want to mind control because it's painful. She knows this. She's not going to – if bringing kids back from – if taking dead kids and putting them in is fucked up too. What if she's bringing these kids back See, from the dead? I think, I think she's ignoring how painful it is to be – like the, her mind control. I think she's ignoring how painful it is because clearly she's okay with doing it to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so as as uh, as Evan Peters kind of says where he's like – I mean clearly you wouldn't want to separate families. I think she just pulled a couple – like pulled a bunch of families in. The first couple episodes just had them – in a coma-like state because she he didn't have the need for she didn't have the need for kids to be around, and then whenever uh, Vision asks about it, she's like, "Well, fuck, he's he's catching on. Maybe if I have a bunch of kids around, he'll chill the fuck out and quit trying to ruin everything." So she brings all these kids out of like 
uh, she pulls she pulls him off the bench and puts him into play for a bit. I just I it's got to get answered. You. Like I, I think you, but... Vision I think Vision raising the question in that episode has to be answered. Like it doesn't just not get answered now. Because didn't oh, Pietro I, say something about it, it too? Didn't Pietro say something about it yeah, too? Yeah, that's what I right? said about how he said you wouldn't want to pull – you wouldn't want to split up families. So what would you do? And he's like, did you just – have they just been like asleep this whole time? And then you were waiting until the episode whenever you needed them. And then you know, like the one the one okay. off, and then Trisha, she pulls them all out both to okay. – because it fits the Halloween episode. And okay. then it also calms – maybe calms Vision down a little okay. bit. And so then she pulls him off the bench for an episode and then probably assuming like had everything gone right, she would then put – just sit him – like put him back on the bench and probably put him all asleep again to where okay. I would assume – I think that's what a, we're looking at. Yeah, okay. I would assume like them in like a sleep state or whatever would probably be a little less shitty than – Yeah, okay, okay. But uh, Vision walks up to one of the residents nearby and asks if the kids are here, asks if, if she's doing anything and – uh you know, she's just standing perfectly still, not answering, and he looks around and sees that everyone is perfectly still, and he realizes it doesn't matter what he does here and returns to his true form, and he says it just wouldn't make any difference anyway, and he, uh, he flies up to see that the deeper into Westview you get, the more activity there is. I don't know if you noticed that, but the light just, the light goes out as you pan towards Ellis Avenue. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting, just that you're at the edge you're just not doing shit and uh he notices a car in the distance and he flies down to find it uh with agnes in the driver's seat uh seemingly paralyzed and he Dude, asks this uh, shit freaked me out i'm not even gonna lie i mean i'm watching this at like 2 30 in the morning mm-hmm. like <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it was like this shit was creepy like yeah, this, was a, this was a good scene. This was like a really, really good scene on Captain yeah. Han's part too. Like, I had no. I'm gonna be honest. I've seen. I've just. I guess I'm so used to seeing her and just like being the funny woman. I guess in a sense. Like I mean, I don't. I just don't know. I I haven't been fortunate enough. I guess if she does have roles where she's more serious or like more like shows more range, I guess maybe I miss mm-hmm. them. But man, she's good. She's really good. She's really good. Uh, but. He asks what she's doing here, and she says with a pained face, but a curious tone, Town Square Scare, where is it? And uh, Vision tells her, uh, Town Square, I'd imagine. And uh, this part right here, I think this is important, where she goes, with tears in her eyes, took a wrong turn, got lost. Yeah, that to me shows like she's... So close to breaking through like that, like wherewithal of like, I'm, I've got like, I have my own, but then Wanda's like, she's like almost feeling it's either Wanda's taking the time to like pull her back in. Like she can't fight it hard enough to get the full go the distance or B she is maybe like wanting to go, but like the, you know, Agnes has been a mentor to Wanda in the past. Like maybe think, there's like an in debt, like a debt kind of thing. Like she feels indebted to like having to stay and be around Wanda. I don't know. I, I think that this little took a wrong turn, got lost line is an actual uh, reference to how she got here to Westview. Oh, yeah. Because okay. because I don't know if you remember, but when she first introduces herself, she's like, I'm sorry, I wasn't here when you got here. 
I was out of okay. my mother. My mother-in-law was in town, so I wasn't. So I think what happens is that you know Agnes accidentally takes a wrong turn, gets lost, and now she's in Westview, and she's been trying to find her way out ever since. Oh damn! This maybe, is just I say Agnes I say, really. Maybe Agnes really is just like been trying to befriend Wanda. I'll say, I've know. said this every week. I've said this every week, I feel like, on this pod. But, God damn, every week we get one episode closer to the end of the show. And every week I feel like we get left with more and more questions. And it's like, how are they going to wrap this all up? Like, they have I'm a lot no to do. And and it's not like a non-trust thing. Like, I know they'll do it. But it's like, God damn, it's like, when are they going to come? Because, like, I expected it last episode. And I feel like I have just as many, if not more, questions. So it's exactly. like, holy shit, when does the question asking stop and the question yeah. solving start? Like, Oh, they've, I mean, they've solved questions. It's just for every single time they solve a couple questions, like they then two say, more. all right, here's, I, I answered one of your questions. Here's four more. Enjoy. Exactly. about it? Yeah. But like, uh, Vision oh, asks oh, okay. how she got lost. Oh, wait. Sorry, I'm skipping like crazy. Uh, but, uh. Okay. Vision asks her how she got lost in the town she grew up in, and uh, she doesn't respond, and she keeps staring blankly ahead, and uh, Vision touches her temple and wakes her from Wanda's control, and she gasps and looks to Vision and says, you're one of the Avengers, one of the Avengers, are you here to help us? And he says, "Uh, I am Vision, and I do want to help, but uh, what the fuck's an Avenger? And she's like, you don't know? Why why the fuck do you not know? And then she's like, oh my god, am I dead? And he's like, why the fuck would you think you're dead? And And she's like, well, because you're dead. And he's like, I'm dead? <laughs> yeah, I, this was a this was a funny exchange in a and well, this is a then. funny exchange in a place that Dude, it shouldn't yep. have been funny. It, when she does the yeah, I go ahead. Dead, yeah, that dead, dead. Dead. Yeah. I was like what the fuck is happening here? When she did that and then the laugh? Yeah, then no, she I laughed like that, hella creepily? Am I imagining that she was, this? No, you're not. You're not. When she was like she really wanted to be saved from this place. I think, like, her having been in the Hex is what's going to turn her into a witch. Okay. I think that because she is in this is in this reality, that's how she's going to be altered, potentially, is that she becomes that sort of mm-hmm. witch character. She loses her mind. And uh, She definitely fucking loses her mind. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you that. And uh, Vision says he's going to get help on the outside. Agnes responds that no one leaves. Wanda won't let, won't even let them think about it. All is lost, and then she laughs maniacally as fuck, Dude. as though she's just lost her mind. And then Vision returns her to her mind controlled state. He's like, "I promise, Agnes, I'll fix this." And she says, "Okie dokie, neighbor." And she takes a U turn, and she was at Ellis Avenue, ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, really Heavy. loved the fact that she was dressed as a as a witch as she had the fuck as she went through the fucking witch cackle. Yep, yep, I thought the same thing. Oh yeah, of course, of course, naturally. But uh, Vision pushes onward, and uh, outside the hex, the dream <sighs> continues. The dream team continues to do their thing with a. Uh, Monica exclaiming that her way back into the hex has been secured. She's got to meet her guy over the ridge. So, next episode, I think we can see uh, whoever the aerospace yeah. engineer is going to be, which is cool. Okay, 
that do you think Evan Peters is the cameo or not? Where are we at on this? No. Because if it's the astrophysicist, who the fuck is this guy? It's not. If, it's that. That's not the big cameo. It just can't be. No, that's uh, what I'm saying. So when are we gonna get this shit? Like, stop fucking playing. Although the me. more and more that he's in there, the more and more I have enjoyed his cameo. But I still don't think it's a. Uh, no matter it's how much I enjoy it, it's 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 not a. Uh, Dude, um, and, Luke level cameo. That's what I'm saying. Who the fuck is it? Who the Here's fuck is it? I, I just today saw a picture with the WandaVision like logo and like that scenery with like the family pictures and the wallpaper. And then it had a bunch of old TVs like from each like a bunch of different mm-hmm. eras stacked up. And then it built up. It was like three, two, one. And then the top one was fucking Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man logo and then Tobey Maguire's face. And I don't want, I don't think that's it, but goddamn, like, I don't know what it is, and I'm fucking going crazy. Yeah. I can't fucking figure it out. I'm going Maybe it's nuts. like fucking, maybe it's Doc Ock, and they're going to have, like, some someone play Doc Ock, and that's who the aerospace engineer is, is it's just fucking Doc Ock. Holy shit. He fun. is coming back, I think. I thought I he saw is. that. I don't he know is. if that – I don't even know what's rumored and not anymore. I also heard that every episode for the rest of the season was supposed to be an hour, and this one's 38 minutes long. So yeah, my mind is lie. fucked. My mind is fucked. Wait, that's not true? It's yeah, not true. it's bullshit. Yeah, I know. I'm not happy I'm, about it either. Apparently somebody – It was so a hurt. bunch of fan accounts and twisted Kevin Feige's quote around or something. I don't even know. I don't know. Why would you? Why? 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 Have so they what I did that? hear though was that the producer of the show said that there's about six hours of runtime in total, and we're at roughly three and a half. So I don't think we're getting very long anything. Well, if there's and we're at three and a half, and there's you said there's how many episodes are left? Three. So I guess that's two and so a half hours. One, yeah. That's, so maybe this one's three thirty minutes, and then the next one is the next two are hours or hour long episodes. Could be. Could be. Maybe. And I hope Maybe. so. But uh, Monica and Jimmy are ready to roll out here, and Darcy says that uh, they can't go back into the hex. And she shows Monica her blood work and says that the hex has altered her on a molecular level. And uh, this gives credence to Miles' theory, I think, where she's like, I've seen a lot of a lot of lab tests, like, mm-hmm. just... Not not worried about it in the slightest. Yeah, she, she brushes off the fact that she's you know mutated, mutated which but, is uh, a little odd, but you know, to each their yeah. own. <laughs> she says she knows what Wanda is going through and that she has to help her. And Darcy's like, "Fuck it, fine, but I'm going to stay here." And Darcy says that uh, she hasn't made it through the last firewall. That she knows there's something big here that can help them. Monica's like, "Fuck it, fine, but uh, just meet us as soon as uh, as soon as you're done." And uh, they hop in one of the sword jeeps and take off. Okay, I can't wait to hear that. Like, I can't wait to figure out what the if she finds out. I guess I can't wait to figure out what it was because that's going to well, do she, a lot. She found the the one like the cataract or what or the what cataract. was cataract? Cataract. That's what it was. Cataract thing. But she also sent. Did she? She sent Jimmy Woo a bunch of shit, right? She sent yeah. She sent Jimmy the files. Uh, yeah, the cataract she sent file. Jimmy a bunch of well, but I think she might have also sent him some other stuff. And so it might be that she found something, but it didn't like go over what she actually found at, through the last firewall true and that they're going to talk about it the next episode and then you know because she got distracted before she could f- fully read everything into it because she had to go get turned into who knows what true true but uh 
Back in the hex, Wanda and Pietro enter the town square scare, and Pietro, with another devilish reference, says, Damn it, if Westview, New Jersey isn't charming as hell. Holy shit. I only, I didn't even notice all of these references to devilish things. I didn't even notice these. They're so many. And I feel dumb. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They really do that. They fucking smack you with it. But, really uh, they take a seat as Wanda to, says that she really does trail. like it here, and Pietro uh, says that mom and dad would have loved it. And they, uh, a couple of kids run by, and Pietro asks, so, where were you hiding all these kids up till now? And uh, Wanda is taken aback. He says, I assume they were all sleeping peacefully in their beds, no need to traumatize beyond the occasional holiday episode cameo, right? You were always the empathetic twin. And I was like, hmm. He knows too much. He's too, like... He beats her to the punch, which is, seems strange. Like, that is weird. You know what I mean? Like, it's how he also, goes, Mom and Dad. Also like, silver. Like, yeah, I guess. But he's like, Mom and Dad would have loved it. Like, you don't say that in passing, especially when, like, your background is like, like, that's iffy. Like, we don't know what, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but at the same time, like, like, as, much as, as much as, like, yes, you could take that as a bad way, I have to be the the maybe it's not maybe it's just him saying stuff in that like they did lose their parents and so maybe he's just saying like man mom and dad would have loved to live here peacefully instead of you know dying in a in in a you know accident war torn yeah yeah and then also with the like beating her to the punch like they grew you know if we're assuming he is actually just like the old pietro and for some reason just looks different like, they grew up together, so he knows about her powers. So it wouldn't, you know, if you know someone has, like, these powers, it wouldn't be, like, outside of the realm of possibility that he was just like, like, what the fuck have you been doing? Like, what have you been up to? Sure. Because you've been sure. up, clearly been up to some shit, because I know what your powers are, and you're doing some shit. <laughs> but yeah, after he's like, so where were you hiding all the kids? I assume they were peacefully sleeping in their beds. No need to traumatize them beyond the occasional holiday episode cameo. And he also says, you are always the empathetic twin. What's interesting to me and what I think grants credence to Kyler's stuff is that he does say a lot of unprompted stuff about their relationship. Like he like he's trying to force her to make this connection a little bit. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't feel like it's fluid. It's not ca- like that's not casual enough. It's like he's trying to get her to like turn like almost like turn a blind eye to him. Like, oh, yeah, it's me. Exactly, like but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. That's I, he, like I said, I just don't want to like. I want it. I want him to be good just because I love the character, but I can't buy it. I can't. He's too can't something either. off. So uh, something here, Wanda's just really flustered. But uh, Pietro continues. He says, "Don't get me wrong. You've handled the ethical considerations of the scenario as best you could. Family mostly stays together. People have better jobs. Most personalities are roughly the same as to what's underneath." And Wanda questions. She's like, so you don't think it's wrong? And Pietro says, what are you kidding? I'm impressed. Seriously. It's a big leap from p- giving people nightmares and shooting red wiggly woos out of your hands. So, uh, second but the, mention but of wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be something that a fucking, like, bad person would say to, like, make her feel good about this? Knowing it's not? Like, god damn it. Like, yeah, but they're also siblings. They're also siblings, though, so it's going to be one of those things where I feel like he would also support her, even if she's, you know, being a, a little off and doing some questionable things. I feel like he would also support her because it is his sister, 
and he knows what she's been through. What's interesting yeah. is in the uh, House of M comic book series from 2005, uh, Pietro, spoiler alert for that comic book, is actually who convinces Wanda to create another reality. She, huh. He actually is like, come on, if you give everyone a perfect life, nobody will give a shit that you did it. At least everyone will have what they want. So Which he's... So, so basically, telling her to be uh, Pedro Pascal from Wonder Woman eighty four. Pretty basically. much. Pretty much. I forget. I forget his name. Sorry, uh, I his name in the movie, but. Oh yeah, it was uh, Maxwell I, Lord. I yeah, yeah. But uh, he a- he asks her uh, how she even did all this, and he's like, "Come on, I'm not some stranger, and I'm not your husband. You can talk to me. Doesn't say I'm your brother." by the way, doesn't say I'm your brother. He so, says, I'm not a stranger and I'm not and your a, husband. And again, like he, to me, it's so manipulative, like knowing vision and her are on like iffy ground, like, wouldn't it be nice to have an ally right now? Uh-uh. Like, come on. Like that just seems so shady to me. I agree. I mean, he did say that his character description was, you know, caused some tension with the, with the uh, brother-in-law. Miles, if you make another excuse for this man, I swear to God, he's the Listen, devil. Give it I up. I want him to be good. I want him oh, to be good. Miles and I want Hayward to get, to get killed. What did you say, Cole? Miles is a devil apologist. I mean, listen. Listen. You're an enabler. Enabler. No, I, I just – he seems – and it's probably just it's all fresh right now, and we've just leaned so hard into it this pod, and I've just really ran with it. I, and now it's just anything and everything looks like it. But mm-hmm. damn, man, if it doesn't seem just a little edgy to it, like it's like I don't know. Well, also, another reason why I am doing all this is because of the fact that like we've had two episodes or like one and a half episodes of him saying a bunch of shit that is like, oh, he's clearly the like maybe he's the bad guy. We had the same thing with Hayward thinking, oh, he's – maybe he's the devil because we he was saying a bunch of shit that was like, well, that's questionable at best. And so I, I feel like they keep trying they're, – they're trying to throw us off off like someone's scent of someone's the bad guy, and they're trying to throw us off by having him say all of this shit. All right. Fair. Fair. And that's what I think is happening, and that's why I keep trying to be like, well, but maybe you know, give reasons as to why maybe this is just – See, and I'm almost I, – I, I like that, and I almost lean more into the fa- – and as much as I hate to say this because I fucking hate the guy, but I almost lean more into that in terms of like Hayward's crooked intentions might end up at the end of the show, may end up getting tied into like him like having some crooked intentions, but like and ultimately being not as bad. Like he's not as evilly evil as I thought in a sense. Like they just kind of played him that way. Yeah. Like he just had a bigger picture that he was keeping under wraps and like he had an end goal that was maybe the means were a little crooked, but the end goal wasn't in itself. Yeah. Like, and I don't want to believe that cause he's done some really fucked up shit, but like still like if, if I, like I would almost, if we're going that way, I almost buy it more with him than I do Pietro just because I just think his appearance and the way he like plays things just seems more shady to me. I yeah, don't know. Just- and like, I don't, and yeah, that's just a disagreement, and that's fine. That's good. Dissent is good. I would agree with that. Makes sense. I just because of the fact that I like oh, Evan Peters no. more. 
I want yeah, him to oh, be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I hate that I had to just say that maybe Hayward might end up being not as bad as I thought. Like, I hated saying it, but, like, I just – I'm so all like, in on him being bad now. Like, on Evan the Peters just physically being bad. The, the words physically made me want to vomit because fuck Hayward. You know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, he asked her how she even did all this, and Wanda says that she doesn't know how she did it, that she only remembers feeling completely alone, empty, just endless nothingness. So is there the possibility that nobody is manipulating Wanda's powers but was instead manipulating Wanda's feelings? Like, I wonder if... Man, I don't know. There's so much nuance to this because it's like, was Wanda in such a bad emotional state that like she's somehow, some way interacted indirectly like in, you know, like I hate to say awoken, but like act like put on the radar of a bad character, like a a nightmare or a, a Mephisto, you know, is she like, was that emotional state so fragile that that like, like, you know they saw a window they saw a chance there like i don't know but it, it's tough there's so much here there's so much she maybe really this is, maybe this is all her and she creates mephisto oh like oh, mother, yeah. mother of mephisto mother of holy mephisto. shit <laughs> the mom the mom is the ultimate importance <laughs> but uh you know, after saying that it was just en- en- uh, endless nothingness, she turns away to kind of compose herself. And when she turns back, she sees Pietro with the bullet holes in his chest and his eyes Dude, cloudy. Holy Flat. fuck! Scary. scary. I love it. Very I, I loved it whenever they did it this time, and I loved it whenever they did it with. Vision. Oh, I did too. Okay, to go to backtrack just a second. You saying that maybe she created Mephisto. Did Evan Peters not say, I just heard you and you needed me? Like, like I know needing the devil sounds bad, but, like, in terms of, like, the devil, like, wouldn't that environment be perfect for him? Like, she's lonely and, like, that, like, I yeah, felt totally maybe. alone, darkness, like, does not, not foster the kind of environment the devil would thrive in? I mean... I don't know. I, like I said, I am just all balls to the wall with Evan Peters being some sort of evil bad person. I, I just I'm all in on it. I'm with <sighs> you there, but uh, you know, Pietro asks if she's okay after seeing this, and she says she is, but he's not buying it. And then uh, Darcy back outside the hex, Darcy finds a file titled uh, "Cataract," and it's under it says "Classified Weapons Intel." So. It's clearly weaponry. Weaponry, like she def- definitely wants to turn Vision into a weapon. I think is what Hayward's up to. Uh, yeah, and yes. I, I just feel like that just builds further just on the fact that they he's tracking him, like yeah, and that they already had him in his possession. But like they, he's got a game. He's got an end game with Vision. Like he's got something. There is, I don't know. 100%. But she uh, she prepares to send the file to Jimmy Woo when she sees uh, Vision approaching the barrier, and uh, Hayward also sees this, and he sends a team out there to greet him. And uh, Vision walks up to the barrier, and it opens up to him, and he tries to walk through. And uh, they line the wall in anticipation, these soldiers, and Vision emerges, being held back by the barrier itself, it seems like. It's kind of pulling at him, like, uh-huh. no, you can't get out. 
Which, did you, I didn't feel, I don't know, I guess we didn't really see anybody else come out in that way except Wanda, which obviously she's not going to pull on herself, but I, well, uh, I don't know. What, uh, Monica got, I mean, she also got pushed out, so it, so Wanda was forcing her out, so I guess that wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense for her to get That's what I'm back. saying, I just don't know, like, yeah. we've never seen somebody try to willingly walk out. Yeah. My theory. I was so, okay, go ahead, sorry. My theory is that if other people wanted to walk out, they have that opportunity. Like, that's why she tells them not to go past Ellis Avenue. But I think Visions, having been revived, is directly tied to this. I agree. I See, what I hated about I, – I say hated. I, it just irked me, I guess, because I had in my notes, as soon as I saw Vision drifting over there, I was like, this is huge. Like, we're going to finally figure out what is Vision going to look like outside of this reality. Is he going to go back to the gray hole in his head type thing we saw at the end of Endgame? I mean, wasn't he in pieces in the camera when we saw him in Sword? Like, is this yeah. man just going to turn into what that was? Like, what are we going to see? And then it was kind of anticlimactic because it was really just him being the same. And, like, I know he got it, like, he started getting, like, pieces pulled off of him and whatever. But, like, that wasn't, like, I, I don't know. It wasn't what I expected, I guess. I I agree. But I do like that how he emerges from it and walks towards it. It looks his exact same choreography as it was in Infinity War when he died. Where he you sent that, his- and that was, like, man, powerful. It really is. And well, and it makes total this, sense because it's Wanda's powers acting on him again. Like, this is the same exactly. thing. Like, exact same thing. And uh, as he's trying to fight for his life out of the barrier, Hayward says he really does want out, doesn't he? And uh, we can see him being a- torn apart, chunks of vibranium returning to the reality. And uh, Darcy cannot stand by and watch. She asks why nobody is helping him, and he's falling so, apart. So here's what I'm confused about, I guess. Hayward, obvi- like like we said, it's obvious he wants Vision as a weapon, but, like, if Vision gets literally disintegrated, like, if he just gets pulled apart until there's nothing left, what does he stand to gain from that? That's your weapon gone, bro. Like, that's once, it. I don't – once I again, I don't think he wants Vision as a weapon. I think he wants to use Vision to create weapons. But either way, the dude was getting pulled apart into pieces. He was going to be nothing. There was going to be nothing left. Like, well, what is he you don't know about that. I guess, but it sure looked like it. I mean, shit. I agree. I agree. But I actually think that because of what happens when he gets back into the reality here in a second, I think that, like, it legitimately was just going to pull him back piece by piece. Oh, and then put – okay, okay. Like, in it was was in, like, uh, transit. Like, he was going to go from full together here to whoop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair. I'll believe that. I'll buy that. That's because, fine. Like, I doubt that like Wanda would like set set kill up a, him. Yeah, yeah that's fair. A that, that that's not a death him. trap. She's not going to set a mousetrap for my guy. That's I think Hayward understands at that moment that he can't do anything. Like, yeah. what's he going to do to stop? Like, to either that's, keep yeah. Vision out in the in in like the outside world, so that way he can use him to create weapons or whatever. Like, there's nothing he can do to stop what's happening to him. So I think he's just like, all right, might as well get a good view of it and see what's, you know, figure out what's going to happen, like, what is going to happen to him. Yeah, and uh, Darcy, after pointing out that, you know, he's being torn apart, she's promptly, she's promptly grabbed and handcuffed to the front of a car. And uh, just thought that was very Fed-like. And uh, yeah. back in the hex, uh, Billy hears Vision screams in his head and... uh he stops Tommy from running using a blue version of his mom's power, which I thought was cool. 
Yep. And he goes, I, yeah. I fucking like Billy a lot. I think his powers I like are super badass. Super cool. Don't get me and wrong. Yeah. Being Having super speed would be sick, but like getting Billy's a Wanda-esque just, Yeah. Oh, I mean, super kid, speed is just such a basic power. Well, and I yeah. think with this is like it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what could happen to Billy because he's a kid. Like Wanda got her powers at like – I mean we can argue what. That was like late teenage years or like she's young, but like she's at least semi-old. This kid's like mm-hmm. what, 10? He's 10, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean – Dude, that's a lot for a ten-year-old. Like, true. I don't know, true. man. Interesting to think about. But uh, you know, he goes to get uh, Wanda, and he yells for her, and he says that uh, he hears Dad in his head that he's in trouble. Uh, and you can hear Vision call for help, and he says that the uh, we cut back to Vision outside of the hex being pulled apart, and he, he calls for help. He says the people need help, which I love that Vision through and through is just like, no matter what, I'm gonna help save these people. Right. Like, I know I'm being tortured to death right now, but I'm going to save these people. Which, just... to me, this sucks, though, because Vision's trying to do good, but it sucks that he's falling on the ears of the likely the worst person for it. Exactly. Is it's like Hayward, who, like, we don't really know what, like, does this man, like, what is his intentions? Like, you know, or what are his intentions? You know what I mean? It's like, God damn, that sucks. <sighs> Because yeah, now exactly. he's going to be extra, like, he's going to have no hesitation on anything that has to do with Wanda, which, like, to me leads, like, if he finds out these little kids have powers, he's probably not going to feel very fond of them either. Like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, uh, you know, we see uh, Vision, his body's being taken apart, and he collapses in pain. And uh, back in the hex, Billy is scared. He says that he doesn't know what's happening to him, and then Wanda asks where he is, and Pietro decides to butt in. And he says, relax, sis. It's not like your dead husband can die twice. That's the last straw for me. Like, this can't be her brother. Yeah, I See, agree. I I love – I thought that line. I, once again, I thought that line was funny. No. But to me, it's me just like of, – of And also fits the, like, fits the way that he's playing Quicksilver of he's just like a sarcastic asshole and thought like, oh, maybe this will be a good laugh. I mean, oh, it's super rough. Like, it's a ter- it's a rough line, but also, it's kind of funny. I, I just, I feel like he is trying everything he can to set the cards, like, knock every domino down to where it's like, boom, I've got her. Like, you know what I mean? I just, I can't shake it. He's not, there's something bad. It can't, it's hard to ignore, and there's so much. Maybe he's trying to manipulate her emotions here. Relax, sis. It's not like your dead husband can die twice. Expand this reality for me, please. Yeah, right. Like, he's – it just seems like he's playing her. Like, he's using her manipulative. Like, the way he says things, they, it just <sighs> – man. But, you know, she really doesn't like that he says this, and she sends him flying with a blast to the chest. And uh, Billy looks into his mind's eye and sees Vision, and he reports to Wanda that uh, the people outside think he's dying. And without question, she stops everything, pauses every single thing that's happening, sticks her hands out, and you know we we see a we see a big boom. We see a big boom to put it plainly. Uh, she expands that barrier, and uh, the barrier bears down on those outside. Darcy being swept into it, Vision being saved, Monica Wu and Hayward, I think, all made it out. Yeah, I loved Darcy's line here, where she's like, "Are you just gonna leave me here?" And then yeah. the guy just just runs away and she's like, all right, asshole, as she's getting sucked in. Yeah. See, here's what sucks is like 
I'm curious to see if Darcy's inside now, what is she going to do on the inside? Is she going to be, is her coming from the outside? Is she going to have presence of mind to like, what is she going to do? Is she going to try to Monica this bitch and maybe like get in with Wanda and say things? Or is she just going to be a pawn? Like, is she going to be manipulated just like everybody else? Because she doesn't have powers necessarily. I think everybody who gets in there gets manipulated. Yeah, that's what sucks is like, she just had all this information. See, yeah, oh, even Monica had oh, even Monica got control. Oh, but what if oh she's in there and she has this information? She just got this from from Hayward and she didn't get to say anything. What if Vision taps her until she tells Vision? Oh Vision like also that. saw her clearly trying to help him. So maybe he's like, All right, what the fuck do you know? Let's let's work yeah, together. Like, let's um, oh, I need to find also, her. Yeah, yeah. also really hope i really want to know what she turns into since like well, all clearly all the sword agents get turned into fucking clowns i want to know what are like clowns or like carnival like carnies i want to see what she gets turned into i feel like Which, she'll just be i don't know a relatively normal person well, yeah i feel like I it'll be a monica yeah i would assume she's gonna be a normal person but i also feel like there is the chance that maybe she's just a fucking carny since she was in that area you know what's sick to, you know it's kind of fun or well it's not really funny because fuck fuck the feds but uh <laughs> these clowns are going to be bulletproof potentially or at least some of them because there were some armored I mean, and like yeah, you're uh, wrong like these clowns are going to be walking around straight up teflon out here kevlar in this bitch but uh what's interesting about uh darcy's uh the actress here since the next episode is probably going to be set roughly in the mid 2000s 2010s i'm guessing mm-hmm uh, Darcy could just play a character from a sitcom she was in. Two broke oh, girls. She was yeah. in I, I did see funny. a theory about that where it'd be like that, like they could try to do that. Like I Jimmy Woo see. would be rent uh, would be his character from Fresh two, Off the Boat. Yep, Fresh. Yep, I saw that. Why, why would he be that character? He would just be a uh, uh Jim from The Office. Yeah, he would just be Jim from The Office. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's funny. That's outstanding. But, uh, you know, it turned the whole sword set up into a, a circus camp. But uh, Hayward makes it out. We see what's up. Cut, cut to tapes. That means that Evan Peters is going to be Michael Scott's nephew next episode. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get spanked. He's going to get spanked. Book it. Book it. Bet the house on it. Throw whatever. Go find some bookie to give you some odds on that shit. Throw the house on it. Hammer it. Hammer it. He's getting spanked, and he's Michael Scott's nephew. I love Fucking it. I love book it. it. Is it Jimmy Woo? It. Is he going to be the one that comes in and gives him I don't care. Spanking? It's happening. I am sold on it. I want to see the devil get spanked on the ass. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Hayward outruns the hex, and we see it at its full form just expanding and expanding. And back in the hex, we see Wanda's eyes open one last time, and then we cut to the police standby. I fucking hate – I saw a tweet and it said, I hate this bitch, and it was the picture of the end scenes <laughs> of, yeah, uh, of WandaVision. Dude, because when I watch it, I don't pause that much, so, like, I don't know how much time is left. And I'm like, well, judging just based on what we're getting, there's plenty of time, right? And then it ends, yeah. and I'm like, mm, motherfucker. See, that's, just, yeah, see, that's – you're thinking about it wrong. Anytime things get exciting, that means it's the end of the episode. <laughs> 
So what is the okay there I have in my notes here it says home it's where you make it is that on the sign for Westview isn't it the new one cuz she yes. expands it there's a new sign right isn't like mm-hmm. again just another fucking nod i just i think that's i mean yeah probably yeah. a nod to the fact that she's made this home for Oh herself. right right man yeah i mean shit <coughs> sorry about that god i just want to sleep for the next like 24 hours just so i can wake up and watch WandaVision God, wouldn't that be glorious? I would be. I was so excited. I thought it was tonight. I was like, shit, we're going to get off the pod midnight. Bet I'm going to play COD till 2, WandaVision, bingo. Now I'm going to have to do it tomorrow, which, hey, I'll run it back. I will play COD till 2 in the morning. Don't fucking test me, but, like, you know, I yeah, just was I, really uh, looking forward to it tonight. My roommate, a couple a couple days ago, he I made him finally go through because he had only watched up to episode 2 because he watched, like, the first two episodes whenever they came out on the first day. And so I made him watch the rest and he came down to me tonight and he's like, Hey, do you want to, so tomorrow, do you want to stay up until two to watch it? And I said, you say that like, I haven't been doing that for the past (laughs) two weeks or for the past, like three to four weeks. And he was like, Oh, I didn't know. And I said, yeah, of course. What the fuck do you think I am? (laughs) I've been staying up Thursdays until 2 AM for the past six months. (laughs) Yeah. Mando too. Yeah. God, I don't know how you guys did it. Good good, good on you. I got a, you know, I got a couple weeks of a break, and then I, and then I started again. Man, I can't wait. I can't. I'm fucking, fucking wait. ready for episode seven. Yeah, I'm ready. Three more. That's it. Three more. That's it. I'm gonna three say more. it again. I'm gonna say it like I say it every week. We only have three more. There is a lot to happen. It is going yeah, to be. See, this is how I felt like. I just I'm excited because it's like you just know eventually like they can't they can't keep making room to like leave shit up in the air like they mm-hmm. can't keep getting away with it. like you know they gotta go for it they gotta lay it all out at some point like they gotta start the process mm-hmm. at least with some of these arcs and plots like they have yeah. to especially since you said it's a mini series now that I know that I feel even more concrete about it is like we had three more well, episodes period. Like, yes, yeah, some see, can carry over to my multiverse of madness, and yes, yeah. but, like, not everything. I yeah, mean, some, shit, some, carry some everything things have to be answered. Unless we're going to break down into the, like, Star Wars, where, like, the end of this season is going to now, like, kick off an announcement of, like, a gazillion Marvel fucking TV projects, like, more that just build further, like, I guess, unless yeah. that's the case, but. I'm just, I'm ready for, for the next three episodes of this. I'm ready for. Multiverse of Madness for Winter Soldier and or Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm ready for Loki. is Loki is I was gonna say is Loki still getting his own? Yeah, yes. nope. what is it? Did, did you not Falcon. see the trailer? Did you not see the trailer for it? No, I don't. I have not seen the trailer. Oh, what? you gotta go watch it. It's good. Okay. I, a no, theory. I while do, while we're here, while we'll finish, we can we can wrap this up quick. I saw a theory because have you seen that? Well, you haven't obviously, Miles, but I'm sure Colton noticed. Loki in a suit, and he's got the black uh, sunglasses in all plain. Mm-hmm. Someone said that he could be like D.B. Cooper, which I don't know if anybody in here knows about that story, yeah. but that would be fucking awesome. Yeah. I would fucking love that. That would be so dope. That would be outstanding. That, uh, that would be funny. 
Owen Wilson's in the show too. You don't probably know that, Miles. Owen Wilson. Owen in it, Wilson is going to be in Loki. No, no. Hear me out. He actually looks super awesome in the trailer. I'm not going to lie to you. It looks it like just, it's pretty sick. That sounds so weird. I promise it's not like wow, Owen Wilson. It's more like oh hey, this guy's pretty good. Like he belongs. No, see now that 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 makes me mad because if I <laughs> if I if I have whoa. Owen Wilson in a TV whoa, show, whoa. I want his first his his one and only line to just him be popping up on the screen and just go. Like seeing Loki do something and just going, wow. Yeah, well, I mean, just who's seeing, to say? Who's to say we won't get it? Going, mm, wow. I mean, who's wow. to say we won't get it? But like, I'm just saying, wow. his personality in this like trailer oh, is fuck. Like, as soon as we wrap, you got to go watch it because oh, it's I'm, good. Don't worry, already planning on it. Great. great wow. Great, but great. when is is what format is that? Gonna, is that going to be like a mini series too, or potentially multi season show? <laughs> I'm imagining most of the stuff we get from Marvel will be miniseries. Yeah, I don't think – yeah, I think the universe is just – I think it's too big. You can't expand too big in the TV shows just yet. Like I think yeah. with Col- – Colton said something on Twitter the other day about X-Men being perfect to put in TV show form. That would be multi-series. Like multiple season seasons sure. because you have multiple but I just feel like with this, X-Men. Yeah, yeah, but I feel I like with this – I was going to say though, Loki could also be another one since he's like a different – like timeline or whatever yeah. now he's a different like he's a whole different thing now so you could have multiple seasons where it like it shows what's what happens in this new timeline true and then eventually branch it back into the yeah. the marvel or, universe or just not branch it at all because i think there's more i think that's more fun to think about is that there is no like mcu level stakes on that show you can be as fucking loony no, but as I you mean, fucking like, want I, I go mean, for it potentially like bring it back into the, the the rest of the expanded universe through like a multiverse of madness gonna be folded back in with multiverse of madness I yeah think. someone eventually goes to visit and be like all right what the fuck's going on and dude in they this can't they can't quit talk. this man low they are in love with Tom Hiddleston. The fans are too. I mean, the fans are too. <laughs> but like, this man cannot be. He can do no wrong. He he stays forever. Once again, just the perfect actor for that character. Oh my God, they hit it on the nose. <laughs> They've. I. I mean, has has Marvel had a single bad casting decision? Uh, uh, Tony. (laughs) Tony. (laughs) They recast Terrence Howard as a. They recast Terrence Howard as a as Rhodey for Don Cheadle. Did you guys see? Okay, while we're on the subject of recasting, did you guys see the petitions for for (laughs) um? Fuck, what's her character? I'm already forgetting the name of the character. For Don uh, Cheadle to replace Gina Don Cheadle Car- as yes. Well, I knew Gina Carano. <laughs> I couldn't think of Cara Dune, though. But yeah, to Don Cheadle to replace Cara Dune, that's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. That, that's that's funny pretty funny. I was, okay, so yeah, so Don Cheadle. Oh, I think, apparently. like, I think, like, the, the casting decision that they've made that I like the least is probably Captain Marvel, and as much as I like, I don't like her that much. She, I think she's still a good casting decision for it. Oh, I think I think Marvel's yeah, done could, such an extremely like, good it's, job. It's like, amazing. And here's what I'll say: I feel like they do a great job of doing justice to fans, and like, like I, I'll be honest, like there's got to be at least one person at Marvel that sees the fan cast. Like, there's one person that sees this shit. Somebody yeah. sees it. And like I'm not saying that fan casts like gen- like are gonna have that big of an impact, but like I feel like they do in a general sense kind of take into account things like that. 
Yeah, but they like, might like they might like not actually choose that person, but I would imagine they probably are like that's a good idea. Let's find someone that's kind of like him or her, or, or but find another character better. for uh, for a said yeah. person. Like Keanu Reeves is gonna come what? in. I, I refuse to believe he's staying out of the MCU in general. But everyone had him pegged for Night uh, Moon Knight, and he's not. Also, like uh, Donald Glover, he was yeah. uh, he was petitioned to be the new Spider Man at one point. But then well, they were but, like, "We'll we'll fold him in, but he's not going to be Spider Man." I was right. going to say, isn't because he plays uh, like Miles Morales' uncle, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. he he yeah. could Aaron potentially David. be Prowler. Potentially, I mean, we which don't I know. would also, which I would love. Man, oh, Gam- love. bro, Childish Gambino in a villain role would be so sick. I would love Childish to see Gambino him pull in that any role. I can't oh wait. yeah, absolutely. But seeing him go that direction would be awesome. But and and also being a villain who's not really even like a, a real villain. Yeah, he just he just steals things, th- steal things from rich people. Yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, and I mean in the sense of like he's he's in like as from the. Uh, Spider Man, what? What's the and name of that Spider Man movie? And yes, yeah, the Spider Verse movie, where he's like bad, and then as soon as you realize Miles Morales is Spider Man, he's like, oh fuck! All yeah, right, I guess he's I'll got be a a, good guy. he's got morals around him, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, guys, no, I think uh, I think we should uh, word. We should wrap this up. Yeah, probably. We we went on a quite the tangent there. That got away from us very fast. Yeah, this has been the Penny Bloom podcast. Twas I, Colton Robertson. I was joined by my good friend Miles Buttress. Thank you, buddy. Hey, you know, anytime, man. I mean, next week even. Thank you to the man on the screen besides me that I can see and you cannot. KBZ Kyler Burnett. Absolutely no problem, Joseph. We miss you. Joseph, and, we miss hey, you absolutely. Hey, hey, this is gonna prove if Joseph listens to the end though. Because if he doesn't acknowledge this, then we know he doesn't listen till the end. So Joseph, we're fucking watching your ass too. No. So we okay, miss you Joseph, and we're watching you. Joseph, if you make it to this point in the episode, text in the group chat peanut butter baby pimples. Bingo. Got his ass. It's a random combination of words that we'll only know he would say. If he listened to the end of the episode. Yeah, we got his ass. We got his ass. Well, again, thank you, everybody. 